Hey, what's happening, Moss? Yo, Brian, happy Friday. Ooh, it's Friday. Uh, that's not what you asked me. You asked me how it's going. It's going all right. It's going all right. <laughs> yeah, dude, anybody, right. anytime anyone has ever said, hey, how's it going? I'm like, good, and you? No, 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 that's not the answer. That That's how it's supposed to go. I'm like, uh, they, oh, that's right. Whenever anyone has, has says, like, what's up? My response is always the opposite. It's like, always like, good, and you? Or like, how you doing? And I'm like, hey, what's up with you? Like, I've, I've never, I, I've, I always get the wrong answer to the right question. Sirens on my end. Did, did you do this too? Yeah, well, the question I think in the English language that causes the most, like, um, the, the most mistakes in the response is when people say, hey, hey, do you mind if you do this? And people go, yeah, yeah, yeah. As in, like, yeah, sure. But what it means is, yeah, I do mind. <laughs> I do mind. It's, it sounds really <laughs> passive aggressive. Like, yeah, 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 I really do mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... <laughs> The answer should be no. It's like that. Very rarely have I ever seen that uh, exchange being done correctly. Yeah. But uh, absolutely. Um, do do yeah. you mind if we start the show? Yeah. Yeah, I do mind. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I do. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Still sirens, though. Still sirens. So that'll probably be happening the whole show. Let's go. <laughs> This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Two Wise Friday right here on PSVR Without Pro. We do it live uh, for your viewing pleasure. For all those of you who like to listen with your eyes. For all of you who like to watch with your ears. I apologize because that was probably really grating. Uh, we do this on podcast services of your choice. Uploaded by our good friend, Rap Hop. Uh, also, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry. He's the one that makes your life easier by putting timestamps into this Always way longer than it should be show every single Monday, Wednesday, Friday. My name is Brian Pop with this channel right here, PSVR without parole. And this gentleman over here to my left, your right, it's Miles Dyer from youtube.com slash Miles. Howdy, Brian. Howdy, GameCats. Hope you are having a wonderful week. It's Friday, which means this weekend uh -oh. we all get to dive in uh -oh. and play Firewall Ultra. Uh, oh, right. Yeah? I guess we could. I mean, I hope. I'd like to. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> I mean, the joke leading up to this, and obviously this is a big topic, so won't get into too much. But, you know, the joke was always like, is this going to be Lobby Simulator 2.0? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, it's a funny joke, because obviously they're not going to, it's not going to happen this time. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. And fortunately, the lobbies are a lot more interactive. I mean. You can walk around. You can. You can do more than just this. Yeah. With the aim controller. <laughs> You're right. That was all you were pretty much able to do. Um, yeah, we're going to talk a lot about uh, Firewall Ultra a little bit later in the show. I want to preface the entire show by saying uh, there's a patch going live shortly. I don't know what they've said publicly. I don't know what's happening. Uh, like what, what front-facing FCE is doing over there on Twitter and whatever on their website or the Discord. Uh, but as far as I know, a patch should be going live shortly to at least address some of the, uh, the squads and matchmaking issues that people have been having. And so hopefully, we'll, at least this weekend, hopefully we'll be able to play with our friends. I say hopefully, Miles, because I haven't seen it yet. Oh, dude. Uh, I've just had a friend asking, like, what version do I buy? He was He was saying that yesterday. Do I buy the deluxe or the regular? And like... Or do I wait for a patch? And I said, well, to be honest, 
if you buy it now, you might not get to play it. So like, I can give you the heads up. And I think he's gone ahead and bought it. And then he's he messaged me this evening saying, uh, you know, oh, uh, do, do you, you, you want to play it tomorrow? I'm like, I do want to play it tomorrow. <laughs> I want to play it today. Yeah. I, I want to play it today. Yeah. Um, and I asked him, oh, have you played it today? He's like, no, I haven't had a chance. And then I then heard that there's been a patch and it's got worse since or no, something like there, that. There has know. not been a patch yet, no. Oh, there has not been a patch. Okay, that's good I, to know. I double checked. Um, I double checked. So I heard the same thing, and I double checked, and I looked at all my notifications, and so far, no patch. And I am most, I am uh, using the most up to date version, which was the one that everybody got at launch. Uh, so no patch yet. There should be a patch, uh, hopefully tonight or soon after. Um, so stay tuned. Mm. Um, very much looking forward to that. Uh, the short answer, but by the way, uh, for anyone who's curious, who, who doesn't want to sit through the entire show, we're you know we're going to detail all the highs and the lows of the turbulent firewall ultra launch. But honestly, uh, to answer your friend's question, because uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are still on the fence trying to figure out what to do, uh, I, I there's, there's no harm in ever waiting a couple of days. Yep. Uh, and and I and I honestly think at this point, if you haven't picked it up, then wait a couple more days. Like make sure yep. the patches that are promised get delivered. Make sure the game that you want to play is the one that that, that will be available to download when you decide to put your money forward. Uh, so just be patient. Yeah, I mean, you, you you often hear this said again and again, which is this is why we shouldn't you should never pre-order, and there is a lot of truth to it. I think for, for me, I don't pre-order games. The only times I pre-order is when there's been a solid track record. Although we've obviously seen with certain games, track record is no guarantee still. But like, if you want to get a collector's edition, so I've pre-ordered the top tier Spider-Man 2 game, which comes out in October. Oh my goodness, October's going to be <laughs> if it could be any more stacked. But it was because I wanted the statue. And also Insomniac Games are one of the S-tier developers. Like, I can't remember the last time that they've missed uh, with a launch in terms of a game that wasn't, you know, top quality and, sure. and polished. Um, so I'm excited for that. You know, I think of games like Capcom, you know, and there's a, there's a lot of good developers and stuff like that. Um, but uh, it's also the difficulties with certain games where they are like, you know, live service games. There's a lot of things. But again, we'll get into all of it. And I just want to sort of preface this, even though we are going to get into it later. Um, you and I, we we dived in with Wes. And the reason, you know, it's so annoying is not only because the game's come out and you want to play it, but we had a really good time. Like when we were diving into it, it was really fun. And we want to, we want to experience more of it. Um, so it's not like a, a complete disaster of a game overall. It's just that we want to play <laughs> the game that we've really enjoyed of what little we have had uh, a go at so far. Yeah, I mean, I think we got extremely lucky on our live streams yesterday because what we what we decided to play, uh, I think I think it was Wes's idea, was like, hey, let's get in there tomorrow and for us to learn the basic mechanics of the game and the controls and get used to everything, let's do the X-Fill mode. Like, let's do that so that we're playing co-op, we're not playing against real people, and that way maybe we can have a little bit more uh, of a relaxing time and like learn how to do stuff without being pressured to, mm. you know, kill other real people. Uh, and yeah. And little did we know that the mode that we were playing and the way that we were playing uh, was really one of the few modes that worked consistently. Um, and so uh, so it wasn't really until later, until after the stream that we started, you know, kind of picking things apart and going, Jesus, this, this isn't working and this isn't working. And wow, what a, holy crap. And so, um, but you know, I've, I've actually been, I've been, I've been in steady contact with First Contact and, um, and I, I can tell you that, and, and again, I don't know if, I, I have no idea what they're doing uh, but they're saying publicly, I have no idea if uh, their social medias are, you know, are on fire. If David Jagno and Frank over there are keeping people updated with, uh, as to what they're doing, 
I hope so, because in a situation like this, transparency is king, right? That That's one Absolutely. of the most important things you can possibly do for your user base to say, we, we, we hear everything that's going on. And, uh, and, 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 and the first update will be coming, you know, at this time and blah, 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 and just kind of keeping everyone up to date as time goes on. We're, we're just over 24 hours, uh, since launch, probably 30 hours at this point. Right. And, uh, and we should be getting that first update soon. Uh, so if anybody's freaking out, don't freak out, uh, as we've, as we said many times over regardless of what this game would be like at launch, we didn't know until yesterday. Uh, it's a game that we'll be playing for the next five years. Uh, yeah. And so uh, let's hope that they deliver the updates for that statement to be true. And in a few weeks from now, this will all be a distant memory. <laughs> Greg Foster says the FCE Discord is a dumpster fire right now. Uh, oh, man. I feel like it's, it's been that way for a while. People have been people yeah, but, have been people have been really angry uh, about uh, about everything firewall uh, since it got announced. So it's been a dumpster fire for a long time. Let's be fair. Yeah, and it's and even when we were doing our let's plays, like you just get people that literally come into the stream just to literally f throw a Molotov cocktail. Now that's not to say that people that come along and have issues, you know, they don't have you know real grievances mm -hmm. that's not to like you know just say that oh anyone that's critical is just trying to start a fight i mean there was one person that i saw a comment which did break my heart which was i've just con i've just bought the deluxe and i convinced my friend to do the same uh so we could play it and you know we can't and like i totally feel for you like if you've you know games aren't cheap and if you've convinced a friend to buy and it's like now it's not working you know you know you know the frustration so I totally feel for those for those people yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah um, yeah, I think, I, I think, I think it's the last thing we ever want to do is like, you know, just blindly defend a game studio and be like, Hey, you know, like have faith, <laughs> you know, like I, I think you and I more than anything else, Miles are, are gamers and we're, we're just so hopeful that this becomes the game that we want it to be that it's like, just try to keep our, keep a level head and, and not get angry about a video game. Uh, but that said, you know, if, if you're the, if you're the person out there that paid $40 or $60 and pre-ordered this game, uh, you've given them your money. You expect something that works. And we are absolutely always, uh, on the side of consumers first. Uh, but we also are very empathetic to the fact that there are developers on the other side of this. There are human beings who are working tirelessly and they are angry and frustrated and tired and want to fix this game that they've been working on for years. Um, so just keep that in mind as we talk about this. That, however, is a topic for a little bit later. We have so many tips to get the show started, uh, Miles. <laughs> uh, so let's start. Oh, all this generosity. Yes, we appreciate you very much. Uh, maybe it'll help pay for Miles' parking ticket. Oh, no. I, I will hold this up because this <laughs> hasn't got anything. I um, I had a, I finished work um, early today. Uh, and I had a call from a friend from up north who was in London and said, oh, um, I've actually got some time before um, sorting out work. Do you want to come into London? So I did. Got a parking ticket, as you do do it all through the app. Um, I had a good time, but getting into London isn't the cheapest always. And then I got back to my car. And then this is what they look like in the UK for those that haven't seen it. I'm just making sure it is. It's um, It looks pretty uh, noticeable. And um, I, I've, I've already... Um, put a form through, you know, uh, disputing it. I'm not happy because it's like a $60 fine, which hopefully I won't have to pay off. 
Um, but uh, yeah, it's all through the app and that where it says, oh, this is what you owe. And I've paid a lot of, you know, I paid the ticket. But yeah, but I actually came in the front door with a pizza in one hand <laughs> that I was really looking forward to all day and a parking ticket in the other, um, which you poetically said was, uh, what was it? Scales of justice. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing, nothing good comes without something bad. Life finds a way, Miles. Life That's finds it, a way to balance it. itself out. Um, also, I jokingly said uh, that maybe these can help pay. These uh, these tips can help pay for Miles's parking ticket. Uh, if you guys aren't aware of how this works, uh, everybody on the channel has their own way to be supported on their own channels. Uh, without parole is. Uh, is me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there's a better way to say that. Uh, Mr. My, Brian Paul. My, if you go over to youtube.com slash miles, you can certainly become a member there. Do you have a Patreon, Miles? Or it's just membership, right? Uh, yeah, just just membership for cool little emojis and stuff like that. Um, and obviously, uh, there's plenty of game cats that do super chats during my Let's Plays and that. So incredibly grateful for, for that. But yeah, I'm glad you made that clarification. And right. I, even if money did go, I wouldn't be spending money that was donated on here to a parking ticket. That's my problem to deal with. <laughs> Um, all right, starting at the very top of the list, man, bear, big man, bear, pig, game cat with the two dollar tip says, Love Firewall Ultra and played it and made me sick. Oh, well, out of all the problems I expected to hear about Firewall Ultra, that emotion sickness wasn't the one that I expected to hear first. Um, sorry to hear that, man, bear, pig, game cat. He does exist and he's ill. Uh, Naves with the 10 quid says, Hey guys. It's massive. It's open world. It's cross-platform multiplayer. It's stunningly beautiful. It's No Man's Sky. <laughs> RE8, Gran Turismo 7, top three, surely. PS left the show. Man, we are definitely going to talk about some No Man's Sky uh, here in just a minute. Uh, spoilers. It's beautiful. Like, real beautiful. Okay, for real, what's up with the tail, buddy? <laughs> it's like pushing her butt. Oh, yep. Up. Okay, really? We're going to do this right now? All right. Could need one hand over here to pet her and one hand to operate the show. Un Thank you, Naves. Unintended Studios with the $2 tips is 14 hours in to Firewall Ultra. So many bugs, but so much fun. 14 hours in. Uh, so you must be level, almost level two by now. Yes. Good for I've you. heard that the uh, the progression is slow. I think someone calculated that you need to do like eighteen hours to do a level, is it, or something? Oh no, to like unlock one item or something. It's uh, the, well, the problem is that like you know, even getting into a public match is difficult. So it's like you know, I just want to play match after match after match after match, and right now you can't really do that. Uh, and so leveling is way harder than it should be. I would recommend a mechanic taken from PokerStars VR. So PokerStars VR, you get in-game credit for every minute you spend playing at a table. So I think for every minute you spend in the lobby, uh, you should be getting progression <laughs> points. You laughing at me? No. I put, I, I put you full screen so they couldn't see. All right. Hey, I, went, <laughs> I, went, I went to hug Tornado. I went to hug Tornado. Hold on a second. This, this is what happened. Here, here, look, look. Come here, come here. Oh, 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 oh. It, oh, she's purring. She's purring, <laughs> and she's like, get the fuck off me. She's purring so loud. Okay. that That's what Miles saw when he was laughing. Um, it was indeed. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Living Legend with the Canadian $5 tip says, Happy Dryer Day. 
Dryer day. It doesn't roll off the tongue. Dryer day. Uh, imagine if Armor Core 6 came to PSVR 2, that game would be fire in VR. Fire, fire, fire. Steel Battalion, please. <laughs> I bought, yeah, dude, I, I'd, I'd kill for a good mech game in VR. We definitely had some, like, Code 51. Was that the name of that game? I don't remember. Uh, you know, and then Riggs, which is more of a sports game. But holy crap, dude. If you guys remember Sp Steel Battalion? That had, like, a controller that was, like, the, the, the game and the controller cost, like, $200 because it was just this massive controller for the original Xbox. Uh, you wouldn't need... The controller in VR, you could just have that be a virtual uh, panel in all the buttons and levers and stuff. Oh. Yeah. And it was funny because it froze when you were doing all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, that, that's when I started to see you freeze. I didn't realize that. I, I was oh, the there one. We go. Uh, we're back. Huh. Interesting. Here, I wonder what's going on over here. Um, there we go. All right. Cool. Not only firewalls, so Gummy Tarzan said in the chat. Uh, okay. Hopefully, hopefully, I didn't. Uh, while I was gone, I didn't screw anything up. Um, meaning, like, hope I didn't read any tips and then delete them. Kill artist one. The Dreamweaver game cap with ten dollars tips as the base game and graphics with graphics and eye tracking is fun and great once they patch the implementations. However, I'm so hoping they crank up the VRF immersion with hardcore mode. Um, the ultra mode will be interesting when they add manual reload because right now, uh. Dude, it feels very much so, like something designed for a gun stock, right? It feels like you have your controllers, right, attached to the gun stock, and the way firewall is implemented right now, the way everything's everything uses eye tracking, and you never need to you never need to pull your uh, you never need to holster a weapon, you never need yeah. to reach down, you never need to gra grab a grenade. It's all done with eye tracking, um, and so it's almost like they thought of this ahead of time. Um, so I wonder how that's all going to work when ultra mode rolls around and you do manual reloads. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, knit ogre, the easy to please game cat, give us 24 euros, but I don't know what for, cause he didn't say anything. Oh, um, just want to make sure that I didn't. I'm looking up. Yeah. If he said something, $24. Nidager, if you if you meant to say oh something. yeah uh, it was it was it was just a donation okay if you meant to say something along with that please just type it again in the chat and we will read it out thank you very much firebird old school with the 200 sekiros says let's play a round of walkabout walkabout mini golf cheers yeah dude i mean i uh, i feel like i feel like it's we're due for another walkabout course just about due for another walkabout course yeah so let's hope that happens soon uh, and I know that I saw a, um, oh, there's a couple more tips. Woof, man, oh man, trying to get caught up here. Uh, okay, we got one more and then we're going to talk about, uh, blah, blah, blah. nope, maybe two more. Dude, this is, I, I can't keep up today. Burns, this is amazing. Burns the 8709 with the five quid says, I'm patient. I know it will be sorted, sirens on my end, but this <laughs> could have been avoided if they just had a beta. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. You know, a game that's so multiplayer focused, uh, you know, it is all multiplayer. Um, in this day and age, they should all have betas. Absolutely. I th But I do think, and, and I have no reason to, like, I haven't been told this or anything. I mean, it's just complete speculation, but I assume that would have been a Sony decision. I think First Contact probably would have wanted that. But Sony were like, no, we need to keep this, you know, behind closed doors until launch because it's such a big IP for them for their VR headset. 
Yeah, you feel like Sony's been doing. Sony's been in this game a long time. You think they know better? Um, but yeah, like, like you said, all speculation. Yeah. I don't. I don't know the answer either. Professor Lois with the five dollar tips says this weekend the Sunday multiplayer is Firewall Ultra, which barely squeaked Woo! out a fifteen to four victory. <laughs> wow! Wow! Uh, Two p.m. Eastern Sunday, guys. If you don't know, you should know by now. Uh, we, every single Sunday, we do a, a multiplayer meetup over on our Discord. Click the link in the description below. Come hang out with us. Uh, I hang out in voice chat pretty much all day while I get work done. Uh, and uh, and also, does dude? I gotta say, we have the most amazing community of all time. Uh, I, I I don't no know. Question. No no question. Yeah, we no have question. an incredible community. Yeah. yeah, are you sure? Nothing's in question. Uh, let me actually let me get back to you on that. Okay. Um, yeah, while I was uh, while while I was getting ready for the show today, I found out that over on our um, in our firewall channel, um, uh, if hold on, I just I just want to make sure I got this right because I I was I had this in my notes and then my notes disappeared. Um, so some some somebody uh, you know what let, let me let me just put it this way. Somebody went above and beyond and saw saw another game cat in need, and they went above and beyond. Uh, I'm gonna say Doctari. Is that his name? I think that's his name. Uh, went went above and beyond to help out another game cat in need, and I just want to say, uh, well done, man, and uh, th- thank you for thank you for representing the game cats in the best possible way. That's all I'm gonna say. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, so we do have the best possible community. And so if you want to play a game without worrying about, I don't know, uh, people harassing you and calling you names and uh, talking shit to you, uh, well, that's probably our community because that's kind of what we represent here. Uh, and uh, and so make sure you join our Discord and so you can get in and uh, get in on the multiplayer meetups. We do them every single Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Professor Lilith takes care of all of that. And we vote every single week as to what games we're going to play. Uh, so it's really just an amazing place to hang out. Uh, Mikey D. Cosmo. I'm saying it slowly because I really need to copy and paste it so I can read it. Cosmo VR GameCat with a $5 tip says, I love when Tornado makes an appearance. I'm a lifelong cat lover. Cosmo <laughs> and Ralphie are my boys. Dude, I like when Tornado makes an appearance too because I, I thought, right? So to- if you guys don't know, Tornado... Uh, I got Tornado from a YouTube channel called uh, um, uh, Kitten Academy, right? I was just watching Kitten Academy one day. I saw this adorable baby kitten, and it was like this whole thing, right? And I was like, oh, I didn't even know you could adopt kittens from this place. And uh, so she was like, she had all these fucking fans on YouTube, right? And I was like, uh, and so I adopted her. And I was like, this is so cool because she was born on YouTube, and she's going to continue her life on YouTube, but it just like happens to be a different channel. And, uh, and, and, and I'll tell you, she, she doesn't love being on camera. I've, I've tried to set up like the kitty condo, right? Like near me and stuff. So she can like hang out with me while I do this. And now nah, she's not interested, man. She's not interested. She gets, she gets uh, shy when I try to take pictures of her too. All right, man. Uh, Miles, the other great reason that people should join our Discord is because they can leave us viewer takeover questions. Basically, like, uh, you know, just like people are tipping here and kind of controlling what we talk about a little bit, uh, you can leave your viewer takeover question over on our Discord. Uh, and I'll scan that, check it out before the show, uh, and then you can get your question onto the uh, onto the show if it's a good one, free of charge. You know, that's it. Nice and easy, right? 
So Awesome Tatum wrote hashtag viewer takeover with our recent experiences with pre-orders in new games. To me, it begs the question, does Sony, uh, especially PSVR 2, need an early access program? Uh, games like Galaxy Cart, Firewall, and Green Hell at a reduced price could give less reasons for players to complain. Um, give less reasons for players to complain about, including myself and curb expectation management. It also gives I the games some revenue stream to use towards the improvements as well. I think I think it's a great idea, and I do feel like it could be done as a part of, for example, they have this PlayStation Stars um, program that I've mentioned before on the app, and they have different tiers. And I think the top tier, you get like extra customer service. But I kind of like, if it's a program to represent loyalty, they should have some kind of, you know, they do... You know, on a PlayStation Plus, they have a, a tier. I think it's only in... Uh, you've got Essential, Extra, and Premium. And it's in Premium, you get access to demos. But I feel like they could have a top tier for, like, the most loyal PlayStation people. Should be a part of beta testing. You can apply for it for system updates, which is at the very heart of sony's you know operating system so why can't they also do that for some of their gaming especially for virtual reality which is all about testing you know this new frontier of hardware where it's not just about what is replicated on a flat screen it's about what people experience um you know we talk a lot about accessibility settings you know being a, an important um component to game development these days that we're seeing get lauded again and again uh for flat screen games but accessibility is is a big part of virtual reality because it's about comfort settings it's about the sense of immersion and presence and so i think because of what a special platform vr is they should create an opportunity for you know people that want to help be a part of this process in making games the best they possibly can be to do so yeah uh you know, I just think that not having an early access program is just showing that uh, you know, so that Sony's maybe falling behind the times a little bit. I think, you know, as as people in this chat have said, and people in the comments lately have said, uh, it this is just kind of like a way of life. You know, this is not the problems that like you know Firewall and Green Hell and all these other games have experienced are not unique to VR. This isn't this isn't like oh my god, PSVR two is failing, the sky is falling. Like it's not like that. It's this is just a game wide problem, like a industry wide problem. And really a great way to circumvent that is to yeah, exactly do as Tatum's suggesting here and absolutely do an early access program, charge a little bit less, uh, tell tell people what is being planned. Uh, and in uh, that way, I mean, how many people really buy something in early access and then complain about things that are early access problems, right? Because that's kind of what's happening right now. Firewall does feel like it launched in early access, right? Not all the features are available. Nothing's quite working quite properly. You know, obviously there's a fun game underneath it all, but I think everybody would have felt a lot better if uh, they paid less for it and, uh, and, and knew that they were technically the beta testers, like un technically we are all beta testers for firewall right now like involuntary Dang. beta testers Dang. beta testers right absolutely we're involuntary beta testers because we're like oh we thought this was done and it's not quite yet you know so uh, so i feel i feel like an early access program would get sony caught up with the times a little bit make people realize that yes this is just the state of the industry right now we wish that things weren't like this but it you you, you can't just pretend it's not happening and i feel like that's what sony's doing 
like, oh, just brush it under the rug and try to fix things as fast as possible and whatever. But I, I think we're getting to a point where you just can't ignore it anymore. You have to say, this is just kind of how games launch now. And, and it sucks. We, I, I feel like we, we shouldn't have to admit that and come to terms with that and say this, but, but if we don't, we're just fooling ourselves. Yeah, we're in, a, we're in a different environment now. We always talk about like the drastic change of once upon a time. You know, you'd buy a game. I remember going to Toys R Us, uh, getting a, a Master System game where I'd pick the card off the shelf and then go to the little booth where they'd exchange the card for the cartridge in the box. You go home. There was no updates. That was the game. That was the game. It was in its final form, and that was it. Yeah. And games are much more complicated these days. And when they're multiplayer online live service games, they're even more complicated. And, and by the way, I'm feeling this real gravitational pull this episode where the main topic mm-hmm. is Fireball Ultra. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. And <laughs> as we talk about everything else, I just feel ourselves getting dragged back. But this is this is it. You know, it's the big, big topic. The, the thing I will say about Fireball Ultra on this is, you know, there was a lot of goodwill from the community, this sense of like, we've not really seen a lot. They've done a few trailers, you know, they're holding back a lot of information. And even if it wasn't explicitly said, there's this whole sense of trust us at launch, you'll get to play it and see what it is, you know, and and, and how it is. Um, And it's come out and we aren't really able to play it. And it kind of reminds me of live service games, Destiny. I had a love-hate relationship with Destiny. And there's a bit of a poetic echo from that era where with Destiny, they had a live service team. Sorry, not a live service team, but they had like um, a team that was dedicated for post-launch patching and doing the DLCs. And for those that played Destiny will remember the Taken King. It was the big expansion that was sort of towards the end of the Destiny, um, the the first game sort of um, arc. And it was incredible. All these quality of life improvements, all the, the, the features people were requesting, the community had clearly been listened to. And then Destiny 2 was released and everyone's excited to dive into it. And then you found that actually... A lot of these um, features that had all been fixed in the Taken Kin had now been removed and it felt like we were back to square one again. And what it turned out in in terms of Bungie was that the team uh, that built Destiny 1, once that was done, they started working on Destiny 2. So even though two years later, the Taken King had fixed and done a lot of community feedback, there was this disconnect. And although it's not quite the same as with Firewall, I think it's just another example where um, there needs to be I don't know, S- some more systems in place, I guess, that when, you know, you've got people that are paying customers that are expressing concerns, you don't just fix them for the current game, but you sure as hell do whatever you can to ensure it doesn't happen when you're bringing them back to, you know, put their hands in their pockets once more and dish out cash to buy, you know, maybe not just the base game, but a deluxe edition of the sequel. And that's what's happened with Firewall. You know, we all we, we all made you know jokes about oh, is this going to be Lobby Simulator 2.0? No, nah, you know they fixed it. They got there. They worked hard on it, and it's like here we are again. And you know what? If it gets fixed tonight or tomorrow, I'll be fine. But it could be weeks, you know, like last time or months. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Uh, from time to time, Brian. <laughs> Keen Bean with the two quid says Phasmophobia is launching in early access on consoles. That's what you know. It's funny you say that because I actually didn't notice that until 
Today, when I was putting together that breaking news video, I saw it, that's actually exactly what it said in the trailer. It said early access on consoles. Uh, I was like, wow, okay. I feel like they have to sneak it past Sony though. I, I do, I feel like, you know, I mean, other than dreams, I feel like they have to sneak that shit past Sony, throw in your trailers and just be like, go oh, call it phasmophobia, you know? Um, yeah. Magnum Gaming with $2 says, uh, doesn't the grenade toss feel like it's on rails? Um, I mean, it feels like a lot of things, but on rails it, isn't the ever the thing that came to mind. Yeah, yeah, I don't like the grenade toss. Yeah, mm. yeah, I, I, I would like to reach down and grab a grenade and throw it because I'll tell you, I'll tell you, and again, yes, we keep talking about firewall, even though like that's much later in the show. Um, <laughs> I when I select the grenade and then I use the eye tracking to pinpoint a place where I want to throw the grenade. I start moving long before my character throws the grenade and I end up throwing it ends up ricocheting off the back of a, another player or a, against like some kind of like pole that's in the middle of the room or something. It always bounces back and it's like, Oh shit, man. It's like, I, I'm, I, it's definitely some, I need to adapt to that. Um, so that, 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 that's definitely one thing that I hope we get an option for at some point. Wally is now a GameCat, specifically White Tiger with the five Canadian $5 tip says patches for firewall. Yeah. For, for me, uh, patches for firewall per me, Pavlov is 90 Hertz, but smoother, faster movement toggle out. This is this. I think this is like many things, um, but I'll kind of mash together. Um, Pavlov's 90 Hertz, but smoother, faster movement toggle left hand well l1 for two hand grip faster progression stable gunplay brighter flashlight it's a lot of it's a lot of uh decent improvements what was this for what game firewall oh yeah but no but they, oh, they were saying pavlov they is 90 hertz but smoother sorry when they mentioned pavlov i thought they started listing all the comparisons i was like pavlov doesn't have a progression system i understand they were just saying it on the night hertz thing got yeah. it um, Darth Vader, the game cap with a ten dollar tip says Firewall Ultra, despite the many problems it has. Uh, we should just we should just talk about Firewall Ultra, Miles. I think like fuck the news. Um, despite we're the get to the main topic, and we're like, and we have nothing to say. Right? <laughs> despite the many problems it has, uh, when it works, it's a blast to play. I do disagree with a couple of design choices, but like, uh, but just like getting a new game uh, when you have to learn the new mechanics. Yeah, when it works, it's fun. That's the uh, I think that's the tagline today. Robert Lawrence asked if we're going to stream Crossfire at release. Um, <clears throat> it, all, it all really depends on a few things, and right now I, c I couldn't tell you. Um, hopefully, I would love to get in there, do some co-op. I had a lot of fun I'll streaming with, uh, with, with you and Wes at launch uh, yesterday, Miles. It was a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, I'd, it, I think a majority of the co-op is two-player co-op for, uh, for the 50 co-op missions. Uh, I'd be down to get in there and check that shit out live, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. It depends how much time we have before launch to really like buckle down and you know get reviews on that kind of stuff. Mm. All right. While it is while it is now a game cat specifically White Tiger meow with the Canadian five dollar tip says Firewall is better than Pavlov, except in the most important aspect: gunplay. My gun shifts to the top left when I go out of uh, ADS, aiming down the sights. Scopes are not, scopes are not clear, imperfect tracking. 
It's interesting hearing everyone else's complaints because I'm like, for the for the number of things that you know I I would like fixed about Firewall, um, we're hearing from a lot of people who, uh, for for me at least, have complaints that and, I do I don't have. And it is worth noting that First Contact Entertainment on their socials have put a statement out, and when people responded with additional issues, they've said thank you. Like they they are saying, if there are issues, let them know. So as we always say, and we know this community does that anyway. With these issues, it's really good we're chatting about it today. But, you know, do send them. Because we often think, oh, I won't send them that. Someone else has probably told them. But very often in games, and this sometimes happens when I do my Let's Plays and I've got devs watching, they're like, haven't seen that problem before. Um, although, as I'm saying this, it's like, no, I should probably let the guys know uh, uh, for Green Hell VR about the floating blue book. Uh, <laughs> because that was uh, a bit scary during my live stream. Um, but, yeah, no, do let them know. Um, because they'll just keep adding a list and these are, you know, fixing one problem might also fix other ones that are adjacent to it. Danner in a pajama, the geeky game, yo. No longer the game llama because it didn't rhyme with pajama. <laughs> uh, it, says, it says sponge. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I already feel like I'm a little out of it today and you guys are really testing to see just how out of it I really am because I think... Yep. Firebird Old School with the 200 Sekiro says, Get Zen Studi- give Zen Studios a call and make pinball a thing for PSVR 2. Yeah, dude, what the hell's happening with that? We need pinball like on PSVR 2. Top 20 game, as far as I'm concerned. All this generosity. And by the way, if you haven't already, do hit the like button. I saw some people in the chat going, what? Only a fifth of people don't make Miles cry. I won't cry. But yeah, if you uh, if you can hit the like button... We'll love you for it but also if you can make miles cry even better macho 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 the real estate procrastinating game cat with the five dollar tip says i wonder if not i wonder if i wonder if not all vr devs have their heads up their ass and if crossfire sierra squad will learn from this release or if it'll be the same patch needing mess at release so it's interesting uh Interesting, you bring this up, right? Uh, because it's so funny that the the headline of today's show, right, focuses on two games: No Man's Sky and Firewall Ultra, both of which had pretty battle launches. In fact, No Man's Sky had two battle launches. It had the original launch, which everybody was disappointed by, and then it had the PSVR two launch, which everyone was disappointed by. Yes, right. And uh, and and we're, and we're about we're going to be talking about uh, you know No Man's Sky here in a second and talk about what a fucking improvement it's been right and when i think about all the games that have had a rough launch on psvr 2 so far what an improvement most of these games have had galaxy cart had a rough launch and already has been improved and is about to be improved even more uh green hell we've the developers have already said hey we've heard you things are about to get improved uh switchback it took a few months but they said hey we've heard you and we're, we're going to take care of all this stuff it's going to be nice and sharp and clean and blah 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 blah, blah, blah. and guess what now it's sharp so uh, you know, so I think it's going to, as, as far as Macho's statement, I wonder if the Crossfire devs are going to learn from this. It's too late to learn from this, right? No, no one's going to, no one's going to say, oh, that game that launched last week, like launched with problems. <laughs> We're going to make sure that our game that launches next week <laughs> is yeah. all set. Games take way longer to fix than that. Games take, like, games take way longer to develop than that. Like you can't fix, you can fix very few things in one week. Um, so um and so 
the deal is, uh, is that Crossfire could very much launch with the same problems. And the, the good thing is, is that the VR community is small enough where developers are listening to everything that everybody's saying and things get fixed. And that's the plus side here. Uh, the, I can't think, I can't think of a game that's been awful and hasn't gotten the attention it deserves. Things have gotten much better for, for all these games. Dude, even Break Stuff, which is just not a good game, inherently not a good game. They literally watched my entire review and fixed every single complaint that I had. And I said, that's great, but it's still not a good game. It's just like, you, you break, the, you look what you're doing in this game. It's not fun. But they, but they did go through and they fixed every single problem that I complained about. So that's, that's the benefit to the VR community being so small. Uh, the downside is that the VR community is really fucking small. And, uh, you know, games like Firewall can be uh, made, or, made or broken uh, very easily. The, the other thing I'd add to that as a bit of an addendum to it, uh, Brian, is that it's not just about the games that, you know, have issues that people work on. It's also the games that do well that developers work on. I, I think the developers that we should always be supporting through the good and the bad are those that show a willingness to not just put something out there and go, we're done with it, move on. Yep. Those that are always willing to push things further forward. And I'll give you one simple example. Um, um, oh my God, I've just forgotten the name of it. <laughs> What's the really excited game that we're uh, we're looking forward to next uh, year? Um, Wanderer, Fragments of Fate? Wanderer, thank you, Wanderer. I was thinking, I was, all I had in my head was Walkabout and all this sort of <laughs> stuff. I was like, it's the other. Wanderer. That is a game that was incredible and we would have been really happy with them just to port it to PSVR 2. But they've clearly gone beyond just a port and uh, really taking advantage of everything on PSVR 2. Now, could be a disaster when it comes out. We don't have those guarantees, but the point is that the devs that do approach, you know, what they do with this constant willingness to innovate and improve the good and the bad um, is, is commendable and is what we should, as a community, keep promoting. Well said. Well said. God, right. the energy is so low today. The, the and it's not just you, Brian. No. I'm, I'm, I've am i been struggling today anyway. No, and, and the chat is it's, just fantastic. It's me too. It's me too. It is. It is. And I'm copying and pasting um, lots and lots of, uh, of, of tips. And we're just going to have to get back to them. Because uh, because at this point, uh, this, this show is uh, completely off the rails. We're 45 minutes and we haven't gotten to our first topic. So let's get to our first topic, Miles. Very first topic. No Man's Sky. Being... <laughs> You wish, you wish that we were yeah. that far in the show. <laughs> no way, dude. The very first topic is that phasmophobia has gotten delayed. Um, originally, uh, developers were saying that it was going to come out sometime this month. They've been saying that for a while. Uh, even with the Ascension update uh, that came out a little bit earlier this month for PC, which was a gigantic update, added progression systems, different tiers for equipment that you could progress through. I mean, it was it's everything we want from Phasmophobia. Uh, even though they put all this work into it, they were like, nope, console shit still on track. Uh, and of course, with console stuff comes PSVR 2 version. And then last night, we get the message that said there was a fire in their building. Luckily, nobody was hurt. Everybody's fine. It didn't. It actually didn't even affect their office. So I can only assume that uh, they have to move to a different office. This is. The, 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 I can only assume that's what's causing the delay here. Um, and uh, and now the game is slated to launch. They, they said it's going to launch in the week leading up to <laughs> Halloween. Uh, 
Halloween, Miles. You know, that big, empty, vacant spot for game releases. I'm glad we have some... T- yeah, I was, I was really getting worried about October, so I'm glad that we're going to have something to play. Finally. Finally something to play. Yeah, I was, uh, I was actually really excited that we were going to get uh, Phasmophobia this early. All right, so like by the time that Halloween rolled around, and like if anybody wanted, if we want to get a without parole crew stream together, we'd all have time to practice and be good at it and whatever, and get in there and play together. Uh, now, if we get it without parole crew stream together, it's just going to be a bunch of people uh, hiding behind Wes, saying, "Save us, Just save us, yeah." Save we'll do the group us. hug thing that we were doing on Firewall Ultra, <laughs> putting our arms around each other, like team talk, team talk. Right, yeah. you back you back into the room first. Um, th- well, first thought really is we are going to be absolutely spoiled at Halloween. I mean, I know there's a lot of games that don't have release dates yet. I mean, some of them do, um, but like, um, you know, I think of um, Madison, um, I think of... Um, uh, oh my god, my brain is so dead uh, today. Um, oh man, what is the uh, the the theme park? Happy Funland. Um, Happy Funland. Thank you. Um, but also a game that we've not really mentioned for a while, but it was announced at I think it was the PlayStation Showcase was Five Nights at Freddy's. Yep. Um, that didn't have a date, but isn't the movie coming out at Halloween? Yeah, it would be a good tie-in for sure uh, to have a to have the help wanted VR two come out with the movie. Yeah, yeah. So look, October is just going to be absolutely rammed, and I kind of like the fact that it's just not going to be. Yeah, we have some horror games here and there. I like the idea that they say, you know what, let's just pack out October as much as you can because also at Halloween, it's always like let's just watch a, a bunch of different scary movies and I, I like the idea that there'll be this sort of festive celebration where people are like oh but have you have you done this scary experience yet have you done this scary experience um and that's not to say there aren't already scary experiences um available on psvr2 already um cosmo dread um I, I actually do want to jump into it at some point cosmo dread's so good yeah so good. Actually, every time I, I feel like I have jumped back into Cosmo Dread every so often, every few weeks that goes by, uh, I, I go in just to test something, right? Whether it be VR lenses or, or whatever, right? And um, and every time I get in there, I, I end up playing an entire round. Like, And, you know, the, the longer you play uh, Cosmo Dread, the better you get at it, the more you kind of understand the game and the mechanics and how everything works. Uh, and so... Yeah, it's it's not a short experience when you just dive in for a single round anymore. Not like a, not like five minutes like it used to be. Yeah. Um. Uh, Silver Nexus said, "What comes out in September?" Because we talked a lot about, about October, dude. September is crazy. Like I can't even tell you the number of games coming out in September. Uh, we've got uh, Hellsweeper, Toss, Ruins oh, Magus. Yeah. Um, we've got, uh, I think Gazzlers just got announced or is that October? I can't fucking remember, dude. Um, I think Gazzlers is September. Uh, there's to my, to my recollection, and that's not a good basis for anything. I think but dude, where are the games, Brian? I think there's, where eight, are the PSVR two games, Brian? I think there's eight games coming out in September. If I remember correctly. So uh that it'll be interesting there's gonna be at least two games coming out every single week on average in september so uh just because august is almost over does not mean the flood of games is almost over in fact we're gonna have twice as many games in september they're just a little bit lower profile games i think hell sweeper is probably the biggest one although ruins mag is for people who are 
looking for that kind of thing. Oh, Looper said behind the frame, like that uh, artistic one. Yep, all sorts of good stuff coming. So I think I think eight in total, maybe nine now. So phasmophobia, it's gonna it's gonna be a it's gonna be a little bit of a wait, but that's okay. Shit, shit happens. And dude, if we're lucky, <laughs> some of those October games will get delayed to November. I don't know any games that are coming out in November. That's the funny thing. We know about games coming out in December, in October, in September, in August. November is just a, like, what the fuck's up with November? Why doesn't people want to release games in November? Uh, hopefully some of these games get delayed into November just to spread shit out a little bit. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, man. There's probably another topic here somewhere. You know, let's talk about Firewall because what about No Man's Sky? We'll get to it. I, I want to oh. end. I want to end on a high note, Miles. Can we end on a high note? We'll talk about we'll talk about Firewall now and end on No right. Man's Sky. Let's do it. All right, all right. Uh, I think we Initial talked about thoughts, it. Brian. We talked about everything already. No, give, but we we spoke about more in the context of like it's been hard to play in that. But like, what were your initial thoughts playing it on the Let's Play yesterday? Um, which was really, really good fun, as we were saying earlier. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I thought it looked good. I think that was my first impression was like, ooh. I was like, because as far as I know, this is the first PSVR 2 game using Unreal Engine 5. And so I got in and I was like, oh, this has an interesting look to it. Like things feel like sharp, but at the same time, there's a softness, right? They use lighting really effectively. Uh, it feels like there's like big beams of light coming down for everywhere. So there's like this softness from from blast of light. Uh, and so I was really, really happy with the way that it looked. People talk about reprojection. And it's like, yeah, you know, again, it's one of the things that if like you look for, uh, Wes, Wes made a great example. Said, if you don't know what reprojection looks like, stare at the whiteboard in the safe room and just strafe back and forth. And you can see the lettering amazing. on the whiteboard. You can see it reprojecting. You can see it. You can see the shadows that it leaves behind. And, but honestly, I, I, Firewall is a game that you move pretty slowly in, that it's it's that you're not going to really notice the reprojection in. Uh, some people obviously have, some people are more susceptible to it than others. Um, but so I just thought the overall look of the game was great, and then I couldn't figure out how to start a game. Like I mean, before I even started the stream, I was so lost. Like needlessly complicated menus, and the safe room just has computers here and workbenches over here, and why in that safe room miles isn't there just a giant menu on the wall like a giant screen that's like a menu where you you know you select what kind of game mode you want to go into when you turn the game on it gives you the three options right it says like what safe room uh contracts and then uh exfil mode right it gives you those three options you should just boot in right to the safe room and then all of your menu stuff should just be on a wall in there. And then at, and then you can like, you know, pull your crew in, all that stuff. I just feel like it was overly designed. The UI was overly designed and it ended up being needlessly complicated. Did you agree with that? Yeah, it's really interesting you saying that because um, it made me think about something else in the game that I thought they'd done better in some ways in the previous. Because actually the big menu was in the first game, wasn't it? Okay, but your static... But the point was you had that big menu, you could choose stuff, it was easy to navigate, you sort of point and click, um, as opposed to constantly using your eyes. And like when you're trying to use eye tracking to select on the menu, and you're kind of using your eyes, but you're not sure what you're looking for, <laughs> your eyes are just like, wait, what am I supposed to be looking at? Because I kind of want to look through everything. It's a bit of a weird experience. 
Um, but I always said that Firewall Zero Hour, in my opinion, had one of the best tutorials of any game I've ever played in, in Firewall Zero Hour because that tutorial, and I've put, uh, like, my, my dad played it, you know, people that aren't experienced with VR, that tutorial you can complete in about 90 seconds, mm -hmm. but it very quickly teaches you, right, here you are, here's a gun, this is how you shoot, this is how you use the grenade, stuff and oh, that. Yeah. This game, um, the tutorial is kind of a, a sort of a an open area, isn't it? It's Where it just out. says, like, you, you, it's all spread out, you have to go and, like... The whole L1 to interact with stuff is very weird. It it takes a lot of getting used to because you're always like, oh, wait, am I selecting it yet? Or I'm not holding it for long enough. Um, and also it depends where your hands are positioned because if it's too close to the gun, it will grab it as opposed to what you're trying to pick up. Um, and I mean, that, that tutorial area is cool. There's a lot to do there. But I feel like at the very start of the game, they need they need an actual tutorial which is a lot more concise so i i was just very surprised because i thought they absolutely nailed it on on five zero hour and i just thought that this this was a massive step backwards um but in terms of my other first impressions unless there's anything else you wanted to say on that brian uh no i'm just i'm actually just having fun watching this footage because i have no idea what i decided to throw on the on the screen for this uh, be, because <laughs> this sounds really dumb. Um, it sounds really dumb, but I mean, obviously because there's so many uh, server issues right now, uh, all of the gameplay footage I have is a lot of us just hanging out in lobbies with little bits of matches interspersed in like the, you know, the two hour, uh, video files. And so I just kind of grabbed anything that looked like it was a uh, looked like it was gameplay and just kind of shoved it together and rendered it out before the show. And so I have no idea what we're watching right now or what we're about to watch. Um, so this is uh, this is interesting. There's a lot. We're, I'm playing in darkness right now because I don't want to let my opponents know that uh, you know where we are. Oh, or is that no? My flashlight is on. I take it back. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, well, yeah, actually, and, and after my let's play, I did timestamps to block out matchmaking issues, so that people that just want to see the gameplay, they could like, oh, here are the different matches and that, because that, yeah, as you say, there was a lot of waiting around, especially towards the end when we were trying to do PvP. Um, my first impressions uh, of Firewall, um, obviously, the tutorial was it felt a bit muddled and not clear. I was just wanting to get into a game. I remember I tried to accept one of your invites from the get go, and it wouldn't let me. It's only when the shutter goes up that I assume that's when you could do it. Yeah, but um, the game looks beautiful. Uh, the lighting is absolutely incredible. And to be in all these maps again, I think there's only one new map, which is called Crossroads. I think all the others... I mean, are they just... Are they the same maps, but they've just been upgraded? Because I feel like they've actually been reimagined... Well, when I say reimagined, obviously, like, the office space, everything's been trashed and stuff. But, like, they're not like-for-like, like, are they, in their layouts? They're just kind of, like... I think they're very similar, but and they have sort of echoes of what they were before. But they're definitely more fleshed out. Um, I I can't I I can't speak to that. They like, feel new confidently because they do feel yeah. new, and I don't know which doors you could open before and which doors you couldn't. And and, and yeah, but there's but there's certainly uh, like in the social area, like you were saying, yeah, like the things have been destroyed, and um, there's certainly new. You know, there's, there's certainly new areas in every single map. And in most of the people I was, I was playing with was like, yeah, these feel like new maps that we're familiar with somehow. 
Uh, and so, you know, I, I don't, I, I'm, I am 100% fine with the map selection that we got. Uh, what I'm not fine with is that, uh, is that I do feel like it's going to take me forever to like really, uh, get enough money, uh, to unlock another weapon. I feel like all of that is, is going to take a long time, right? I feel like that's the, that's sort of the trade-off is like, okay, so here I am, like, I'm very familiar with Firewall. I've played it a lot over the years. Uh, and so I, I jump in and like, okay, here's, here's something that's old, but kind of new. And, uh, and, but, but, but the, I feel like the trade-off is, and it, it really makes me wonder, like, there's a lot of stuff that's locked. And I, and I don't, and honestly, right now, I don't know what's locked because I'm low level and I don't know what's exactly. locked because it's just not in the game yet, right? Because they haven't like implemented it yet. And there's, there's, I think there's a lot of confusion on that. And so, and so that, you know, as far as first impressions go, I was, I, I still feel like I'm getting my first impressions because I'm still not totally sure what's going on. Absolutely great point, Brian. And and I think that definitely gets to the sort of broader point of like, it's, it's quite poorly signposted the games. So we talk about the tutorial the only reason I got into a main game was because I accepted your invite. I actually wonder what I would have done until I realized, okay, now I can go and play an actual match. Um, what you say about having all the items locked, not sure which is because of level and which is because of currency and vice versa. I mean, you can kind of work it out, but it's not entirely clear. But also when I was um, trying to select a match to play, um, when you do it on the main menu, you see the load icon, so you know that it's loading, it's connecting. Unless I'm mistaken, when I did it in-game, like when you're in the safe house and you did it, it just goes from, you know, press X to start, and then it has the circle and cancel. But there's no, like, load button. And that might sound like a tiny thing. Well, of course it's loading because it says cancel. You do need that animation to sort of give a sense of, like, there is something happening here. It's not just jammed. Um, and so I just think there's a lot of UI um, aspects that could be improved. Um, and, and just touching back on on that first point about the, the maps and that, um, yeah, they, they all f feel very new and fresh. Um, and it's nice to have that familiarity. But if the grind is big, that's going to be quite a hard pill to swallow for a lot of us people that have already spent tens of hours and i'd love to know from game cats in the chat or if anyone's watching uh listening to this on replay let us know in the comment section below but um who actually got the platinum trophy for firewall zero hour because that was a massive grind i think you had to get to level 50 um, which i played that game for tens of hours and i didn't even come close to it um maybe it's going to be easier because another feature this game has which was a big improvement on the first was um in PvP, you play best out of three. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry to interrupt. Wasn't level 50 when you get the signal jammer? Maybe. Yeah, um, I think I think we all get to level 50. Or was it? Or was it? Was it? Was it higher then? You could go higher. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe it was a different number. I th I thought maybe so people in the chat can correct me. I've got the worst memory of all time, so maybe I shouldn't be trying to correct you. But I thought level 50 is when you get the signal jammer, and that was a game changer. X pace from the chats um, got the platinum, so he Shocker can uh, let us know about that. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. Um, while I'm waiting for an answer on that, um, the, the other thing I would say also is they've clearly taken a middle of the road approach with the difference between um, 
50 was the max people yeah. were saying it was See? the magnum and this level is... 20 was the signal jammer you should never I think, trust yeah. my memory my bad <laughs> 20 was the signal oh, t- jammer. level 10 is the signal jammer wow come oh, on are you kidding that. me <laughs> Wow, dude. But that's the point, Brian. By the time you got to level 10, you felt like you'd rinsed the game as much as you needed to. Like, it was such a grind. Um, I loved it, though. I loved, but, the, grind. Um, I loved the grind in, in, uh, in Zero Hour. And, and, I, and I really hope that the, the grind starts feeling good in this game. Right, like once yes. once the servers start working properly, once every time you jump into a game, you find the game, once, you, once, once that starts happening a little bit more quickly, and once you start leveling up a little bit more quickly... Uh, I feel like that's something I'm going to really enjoy, but I'm obviously not anywhere near that yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the the other point I was getting to was regarding that I feel they've obviously gone for this middle ground. And that was communicated in the lead up to the launch of the game where people were saying, oh, there's no manual reloading. And they, and they, they openly said, it's something we considered, but we felt for this game that having a reload button was better suited and then obviously there's this ultra mode that has been spoken about where there will be manual reloading but in this game you've got i mean even when you're standing straight your arms are like folded in i mean there was a funny bit at the beginning of our let's play together where you said miles why is your hand like going down your spine like your arm and coming out the bottom of you yeah it's like your hand was coming out of your crotch yeah there we go yeah and uh i mean it was um in 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 real life as well i was just testing but um but but firewall always had this like funny sort of comedic arm movement because it was always tied to the aim controller and in this it's kind of got it as well but as i touched upon earlier on this games cast when it comes to pressing l1 to like touch the laptop or to grab something the amount of times i'm like am i am i reviving them or am i not because you have to wait a few seconds before L1 appears uh, or when it comes to opening doors. And I understand that they want to create some kind of delay, but I feel the responsiveness needs to be much sharper. The loading of L1 to open the door can then take its time, but like to connect to stuff. And if you're doing it where your gun is in a certain position, your hand will gun, uh, grab the gun instead uh, instead of interacting with what you want to. So they've gone with this middle ground and it's going to take a lot of getting used to because, for example, the, the reloading, I keep forgetting what button I need to do to reload. Um, swapping guns is pressing the other button um, on the on the, on the the sense controller and then using your eye tracking. You know, if you're looking over there and then you're needing to choose a gun, you're then having to, you know, use your eye tracking, uh, you know, look, look with your eyes in, in different ways. Yeah. It's going to take some getting used to. I think it could be great in the long run. For me, the jury's out. I'm. It feels really cumbersome and clunky, but it was always quite a, a slow feeling game. Yeah, I'm. I'm 100 fine with it being a slow feeling game. Uh, but yeah. you know, as we already talked about with the grenades, uh, using the eye tracking that feels slow. Um, you know, switching weapons should feel a little bit more natural than this. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, you know, uh, when I try to grab my weapon with the offhand to steady it, uh, when I hold uh, L1, the second I hold L1, my hand makes an animation, and then a half second after that, it grips onto the weapon, and it does feel just slow, right? It's like, just, I want things to feel instant. Um, Yes. And so, you know, and I I really do think that um, for day one, these are minor gripes. Like I haven't even had a chance to like acclimate to these things because I haven't had a chance to play the game enough. I haven't That's had a it. chance to play as many rounds as I want to, to 
uh, to see if these were the right decisions or not for the game. Uh, and so, you know, so, so right now I, f- I feel like the, the focus being uh, on everything that's broken about the game. If anybody doesn't know, if anybody's out there not understanding what doesn't work in Firewall, uh, I think it's pretty easy to explain. Right now, like what you want to do in Firewall, what we always all want to do in in, uh, in Zero Hour is what we want to do in Ultra, and that's get in with a group of four people, you and three of your friends, and then go take on the world. That is what most people, Sirens on my end, want to do in Firewall Ultra. And so what happens is, is you go in, you invite your friends, you're all hanging out into in the safe room, uh, and then you try to start a match, a public match, because that's the only way you're going to get XP, right? If you just do private matches, you're you're not getting XP. You try, you start a public match, and it brings you into a new safe room, and you don't have any of your friends with you. Sometimes you'll have one of your friends with you. Sometimes you'll have two of your friends with you. But very frequently you'll be alone, and whoever is not there with you got booted, right? They're just like out there in the ether. And maybe starting another game with a, a group of other people, but then you've just lost each other until so you try to regroup and try to start this again. And like, it just, it just, the process just keeps repeating where you just can't play with your friends. And so more than anything else, this is the number one concern. Number one concern for the players, number one concern for first contact. And this will be the first patch that we see. So that more than anything else needs to be fixed. And that will make the game just fucking playable. I think for most people, right? It'll eliminate a lot of the issues most people are having. Right? Yep. What what are the big concerns do you have? Like things that need to be big concerns, things that need to be patched uh, other than that. I, I really can't say a lot just to the point that you made, which is until we have a chance to actually play it in the, in the flow that the game is meant to be played. Right. It's hard to really make a judgment on a lot of it because I just feel like I'm not having, you know, you can do the tutorial and, you know, the, the area there, but it's not the same as playing in, you know, in the actual action. Yeah. I just want to be playing game after game after game and getting a feeling of it because the truth is different shooter games have different mechanics and we can have discussions about which one we prefer, but the point is they're all going to have their own feeling and I am someone who actually doesn't believe there's one right answer and everything else is wrong. I think that there can be multiple right ways of doing it, depending on what kind of game that you're trying to create. And we've always said Firewall has always had its own pocket of the shooter um, experience. Yeah. You know, um, They've always said we know people would love it to be um, have a deathmatch mode, but that's not the game we set out to do. We're a tactical uh, you know, espionage shooter have huge respect for that so um yeah um i don't really have much else to say uh in terms of that i do want to mention a few other things i loved about the game though if we can go on to that uh just one second because sure. uh, i saw somebody i saw people like imzadi in the chat who i know is joking right it says brian what you're saying is only a problem for people who have friends uh but also here's the other thing is today i just wanted to play once once my group of friends realized that we weren't gonna be able to play with each other I said, I just want to play, period. And so I went back to that main menu screen where you could had the three selections, and I chose the middle one, the contract modes, and just watched that little wheel turn and turn and turn and turn. And after a while, I said, fuck this. And I put my headset down, and I came over here to my computer just to keep an eye on my, on my TV, social screen, to see like if, if it faded out and I would go into a match. 
and it said it said matchmaking failed squad is full i was like why what do you mean squad's full i wasn't trying to get into a specific squad i was trying to get into any squad put me into anyone right and so we know that all these everybody's having the same problem right so we know that it's not for a lack of people playing it's for it's for server issues it's for it's for you know game bugs and just preventing people from meeting up we know that everybody's playing we know that nobody can play together and so uh, so i just wanted to play the fucking game and it wouldn't let me uh but yes miles talk to me about what you liked because i think there's a lot to like i think yesterday we had a two-hour stream where we all had so much fun the entire time so the fact that we're even having this conversation today is a little shocking right because this is not how we felt yesterday the guns well actually the the weapons because of the haptics so i'm gonna go with the umbrella term the haptics feel absolutely incredible in this game yes uh and it's all the subtleties of that of the haptics yes the weapons feel great um i'm not sure the shotgun quite matches resident evil <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. but i know they went <laughs> but you know um, i'm happy to let that pass um but two examples where like the head haptics were really really great one was um i was you know on top of some scaffolding and i jumped down and as your feet hit the floor you feel the rumble in your head so you feel this like yeah. it just gives this simulation of like a shudder going through your body like mm, i felt i felt that did i did i hurt myself and the other one which actually i did share a, a clip with uh, on twitter so or x as it's called um follow me uh at miles dyer i shared a clip where brian wes and i went into this purple um yes, lit, nightclub. Uh, nightclub and we went to the music went behind the decks and brian was like miles i uh the bass I could feel it all through my body. And it was like, yeah, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> We're just both shouting at each other through. <laughs> which, which oddly is something that I would say on ecstasy. Like, <laughs> I can just feel it through my hands. <laughs> this music, this music, man. I can feel it. I'm like, I'm one with the bass. But the, the reality is the bass, you're feeling it just through I mean, I don't know how to... It's going to be one of these things that when I go and experience it again, you know, like thinking about it, it's not going to be like this. But I know. Like, I did it today. I did it today. Oh, yeah. yeah. And when you walk into the club from the back room, right, where it's still not loud, you can kind of hear it. In your, but the, you can feel it. You can feel it in your controllers just as subtly as you can hear it in the headphones. And then as you make your way into the club, it's like... Foom, foom, foom. Right. Like, I've never felt the sense controllers used that way before ever. Right, but the the thing I was going to say was on top of that is it. So it's in the headset, it's in your hands. But the way it happens, I felt like I could feel the bass throughout my entire body. Like, <laughs> it, 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 do you know what I mean? It it, it was this like fully encompassing because you got the loudness of the music. Like it was just one of those moments. I was just like, that was such a small part of a level that's not a main mechanic. But the fact they did it shows there's been a lot of love and care for VRAF <laughs> uh, mechanics. Um, so like when fla when you get flashbanged, if anyone out there has been unfortunate enough to get flashbanged, uh, I, I haven't seen anyone get flashbanged yet, but I got flashbanged. And the sort of, the, 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 the way it blurs, and the concussion grenades, it's, it's, obviously it could happen in Firewall Zero Hour, 
But in this, with like the OLED screens and just like the the fidelity, it's absolutely incredible, isn't it, Brian? When you yeah. get flashbang, like it really is um, distorting. And um, you know, I wish really I knew. I wish I knew what it was so, like to get flashbanged, and I wish I had a teammate who learned that in the safe house could go to the shooting range and cook a grenade and then bring it back to the rest of us who well, are at, who are at the computer screens and then flashbang us while we're trying to like navigate menus i wish can, i just wish i had an experience like that miles you can cook the grenades from the oh from the so when you're in the firing range you can like trigger a grenade and then walk back in and then throw it your british sense of humor is really shining through i'm this gonna have to try though. this yeah everyone should try it when they next go on really shining through here yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was a pretty evil thing. So they need to patch that. Uh, no, I mean, if you're gonna, if dude, we need all the fucking entertainment we can have in the lobby if we're gonna be hanging out. That's there. true. If you um, <laughs> in fact, in fact, I was saying because you can't use you just unless you're standing in the shooting gallery area, you can't shoot your weapons. Like at, you, you can take out your knife and stab your friends, but you can't. You can only stab. Yeah. Uh, and and honestly, like man, I want paintball guns while I'm in there. I want I want to run around and use that whole area as a paintball gun. Uh, paintball Dude, arena. That would be paintball. wicked. Yeah, uh, that would be a lot of fun. Uh, it's so funny. Pre Prentice Summerscales in the chat says it's funny seeing which without parole host got medical attention first when multiple team members were injured. An interesting insight into the dynamic. I don't. I, I'm curious what Prentice is talking about because every time I was downed. I was like so far away from you guys because I was being a fucking moron. <laughs> like I was, I had a ba I abandoned the group and then I get shot and I just tell you guys, I'm like, don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. And no, and, and no one comes to my rescue because they're like, Brian's being a fucking moron. Why would we save him? And so, uh, and, and so I don't know who you're talking about, Prentice, but it's not me. <laughs> well, I was going to say the only time I remember where like everyone died, was down together was like the very first game we played where yeah. you and Wes were down and then. I can't remember. I think Wes and then you, but we we all of us revive very quickly. So I'm I'm curious to know as well. So, someone mentioned in the chat saying, "What? There's a stab button in VR." That's a question I have. Yeah. When you're holding the knife, mm -hmm. depending on which way round, there is when you press R2. Uh, yeah. Or. Uh. But I'm curious to know, is that actually going to have a? Is that going to be do more damage than if you just do that? You know, if you just actually just do the movement. My assumption was that uh, a lot of this game was built around accessibility, and uh, right. And so, you know, so so asking somebody, you know, to do this motion, you know, I mean, like the, we've certainly heard from a lot of people who can't do that motion. Yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. So, so for somebody to not be able to do melee attacks or sneak up behind somebody and you know stab them in the head with a knife because uh, because that, like it's it's good to give somebody the option to just kind of like be able to hold out the knife and boom, you know, make a stabbing motion with a button press. Um, and that was my feeling about the ADS trigger as well. Uh, although everyone's saying that, like, you know, when you hold the ADS trigger, uh, it, it steadies, it steadies your rifle even more than just gripping it with the other hand. And so like you, you reduce recoil even more. So again, there's a lot, it's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on to yes. learn in firewall. Yeah. I mean, I mean the, the, yeah. So the, the ADS, um, when you like, if you're holding it right-handed, it will be when you hold L2. What is the purpose of that? Because I want to make sure I'm using it for the right reason. It's to steady it, and it's so you're looking down the sight, right? Right, and, and obviously to reduce recoil. That the way it is to reduce recoil as well. Because I have to say, when you're holding it, because I, I, I mentioned like when I was playing Pavlov, 
uh, I was lying on the floor with a sniper rifle. And so I've got my controllers resting on the floor so I know my hands are not shaking. They're completely still. And it's still moving all over the place. The tracking is not perfect when you've got something like that. I've not used a sniper in file yet, but I just know that when I was using the ADS mode that it's so steady. It, it just completely steadies your hand. Like, yeah. I think it's a really, really good feature. Um, again, something else that you just have to get used to uh, used to using. Um, the other, again, another aspect to signposting that I don't really understand is um, when you go into the shooting gallery, you have those vices that you can put your gun in and then you can upgrade them. Mm -hmm. um, I don't understand how you meant to upgrade your gun because I found that on the wheel I had like five copies of my gun. So I don't know if I've accidentally created five different like loadout versions and yeah. they're just all the same but um yeah i, I agree with I you the, sound, the, the signposting stuff is uh is is it needs a little bit of work because yeah because it's confusing the, all, all the menus need help um the the the, the, the weapon upgrade stations need help uh, it's all very confusing i have selected a different weapon and then loaded into a match with not the weapon i selected so i'm, I'm a little bit confused by quite a few things here um, so I do want to say, um, I do want to say, the, uh, you know, just as far as like things that are, are going well with this game, um, I found that when I loaded into a match and you have the, uh, you have that voiceover, you know, t telling you, uh, you know, what you tell, giving you instructions and, and telling, and telling you when people are down and stuff, um, it's it's nice to have that and i will say that the music in firewall is i would say at this point kind of iconic when you load into the, yes. to the main menu and you hear the music from Love zero it. hour uh, but then even when you load into matches at the very beginning like long before you would see anybody else and you listen for footsteps there is this little a little bit of music that is um that just feels that just kind of adds to the polish of it you know like it just it feels like oh hey we're we're about to do something epic you know yes um so i'm i'm i am very very hopeful for this game uh because i i feel like it's got good bones uh unfortunately uh some of the most important things that it needed to do at launch it's not it hasn't done yet um and, and i and, and this, this obviously brings up so many questions miles uh you know there, there's 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 the question of how much could should consumers care about what's happening on the other side of the fence you know, when it comes to developers, because obviously, as we've said, there's a whole team of developers over there at First Contact working their asses off to fix all these problems, right? But then there's a, then, but then there's all these people who plunk down forty or sixty dollars and just expect the game to fucking work because that's because because they shouldn't have to care who's who's working on the game or anything else. You know, when you go buy a microwave oven and you and, and you go plug it in, and it doesn't work. You don't go. Oh well, I we understand that they're hard at work over there at right. uh, you know at Whirlpool, <laughs> uh, and, and and this all makes sense. It, it's it does it, this doesn't happen with movies. This doesn't happen with any other kind of entertainment where you have to like understand who the people are behind it all, and in that in that there's a whole team trying to get shit fixed. A anything else you buy is ready to go when you purchase it, and so so there, there's two very different sides, two very different ways of looking at what went down yesterday, right? The, the, the side that says this should have just fucking worked and the side that says yeah we wish it did um but but we also have faith in the team we also think that you know they they gave us five good years six good years of firewall zero hour and we were hoping for 
five, six good years of Firewall Ultra. Um, so there's two, there's two very different ways of looking at it for sure. Yep, no, I agree. Uh, let's tackle a couple uh, a couple of tips, and then we'll finally talk about No Man's Sky. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll see what happens. Firebird Old School with the forty Sekiro sent us a, an emoji of a pear, exaggeratingly stretching his arm forward to offer a cup of coffee. That's the best pear in the world, man. That's Any a good that pair. That's a good coffee? pair. Thanks for that. That's a good cop. That's a good pair. Good coffee. Wally is now a game cat, specifically a white tiger with a Canadian $2 tip says cheaper, pa cheaper Pavlov is more stable than PlayStation studio firewall. It's true. Pavlov was also out fucking forever on other platforms. So that they were able to work out a lot of shit. Um, again, not, uh, not taking any responsibility off first contact. But there are reasons for almost everything. Macho, macho, macho. The real estate procrastinating game cat rare with the five dollar tip says, "See Brian, when we make a stink, we get the best games." No comment, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Been talking to a lot of developers lately. So many of them ready to fucking throw in the towel they're like they're like the internet's fucking terrible we should i'm supposed to stop making games I'm like man and so so fyi if you like games act like you like games and just yeah. have and just have respect with your complaints not and, and macho and i talked in voice chat today so he knows he knows he knows where i'm coming from with this he and i are absolutely on the same page i'm so that comment was not directed at macho be respectful or developers you like will say you know what <laughs> You don't like it? We don't like it either. While it is now a GameCat, specifically a White Tiger with a Canadian $2 tip, says laggy gun movement in ADS is reprojection to blame. Laggy gun movement in ADS. So, okay, now correct me if I'm wrong. People, maybe people in the chat can help me. When you're, I'm assuming when he means when you're holding down the ADS trigger and you, get, you know, you're looking down the sights. Laggy gun movement. Isn't that because when you're in that mode, the movements yes. you're making are about precision movement yes. and not about exaggerated movements. If you were not in that mode, everything should work one to one. If you're in yeah, that yeah, mode, yeah. it's about it's about it's about uh, making more precise yeah. adjustments to your aim in order to get to hit your target. The, the way I'd explain it is, and this may be a really bad comparison, but it's like in those flat screen games where you're looking down the sniper rifle and you press that button to like take a breath and it, oh, yeah. it slows yeah. down the scope and it's like really fine tuning. It's just like that, except that you're holding the gun fully. Um, but yeah, that's why I use it. So what I do is I hold the gun up, aim in the direction of the enemy, and then I pull it when I'm close just to make sure I'm keeping it on that area. Um, so yeah. Um, do, 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 do. Keen Bean with the 10 quid says firewall should have a futuristic setting where your weapons are self-loading and your grenades launch from an eye track shoulder launcher. Gameplay would match the setting, would be cool and futuristic. And you have a chainsaw and you slice demons. Yeah, love it. Lollipop chainsaw. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't, I <laughs> like, I, I think, uh, I, I think a, a, a setting that more accurately reflect the mechanics they implemented would would be great um yeah i don't, I don't think that, i don't think that's a bad suggestion at all the more i think about it 
Uh, all right. Um, stop yelling, Cedar Ripper. Stop yelling. Back of the classroom for you. So you, get, you know what? Turn your desk around. Face the wall. Uh, Mako XL with Canadian 250 says, please give to Miles. All right. You're, make, you're making my life more complicated. Now, now I got to figure and, it out. Mako, permission to give it back to Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your donation, Mako. I'm just going to refund it to you, Mako. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> now, now that it has, it has come full circle, went from Mako to me to you, back to Mako. Okay. Mm. <sighs> Let's talk about No Man's Sky because people are... People... <laughs> People are getting restless. See the Ripper right. is fucking peeing can his I, pants can, over there. Can I just kick off this conversation about No Man's Sky? The best thing about this Echoes update was seeing AJ live stream his first impressions. It was like seeing a kid at Christmas. It was amazing. Just him looking around going, oh my God, this is amazing. It, it was absolutely joyful. Uh, if you haven't had a chance yet, do... Um, do, do go check out his uh, his Let's Play first impressions of it. Absolutely. Uh, I couldn't have been happier. Because just a bit of context for this. During our top 25 conversations, mm-hmm. AJ and I, who are... I mean, we're all, we all appreciate No Man's Sky, but that well, was a game that... Yeah, you, you, and, you and AJ specifically go to bat for this game. You guys enjoy this game. You guys love being in this world and playing in it and, and getting in there when the updates happen. Yeah. This is, this is all you like me and West. We're like the, we're the sticks in the mud and we're, we're like, eh, whatever. It's not really for us. Right. So yeah. yeah. So and that, but that, and proper, proper context. Yeah. That, and, that, and that's fair. And, and I actually, when I went on yesterday to check it out, um, I saw my previous saves. And so one was from 2018 with like 110 hours and one was in 2022, the last save, and it was 70 hours. So 180 hours, you know, in it. Nice. Um, but when I played the VR, I did play like several hours in VR on PSVR, but I was always a bit annoyed. Actually, no, I probably played 10, 20 hours in VR, but I was a bit annoyed by the blurriness and so incredibly disappointed. Like PSVR 2, one of my most anticipated um titles was no man's sky i was like we're finally going to get to live in this world uh you know in it with the clarity and so it has been a big disappointment however we've always known in the back of our heads hello games work at this they will make it work um and they've absolutely done it i dived into the game but i have to be honest um i need to start the game from the beginning because every time i come back to this game with an update I feel like I have to learn it all from scratch. That's on top of the fact that I've already paid over a hundred and played 180 hours of the game. I still feel like a noob every time I play it. Um, and so I'm looking forward to doing a let's play on this. Um, but the fidelity, like looking at the gun, the quality is great. Just looking around. I've actually not left the planet yet. So I'd love to know what space feels like uh, with the asteroids and stuff. But um this we're, we're finally with the No Man's Sky game that we, uh, as VR players, wanted to experience, and I can't wait to start exploring the galaxy with people. Yeah, the funny thing is, is that this update <clears throat> is all about a completely other thing, right? Echoes is about a, a, it's a content update. is It's about you know a robot race and these mysteries and blah blah blah, new language to learn, right? And uh, in 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 the, in the trailer for it, 
uh, is very Star Wars esque, right? Because it's like showing like the, the the Death Star run, right? The trenches of the Death Star, and boom, 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 doing that. And it's like, wow, this is like fucking straight up copyright infringement, right? <laughs> Fuck Paradox of Hope. No Man's Sky's going down, right? But and it, and it but it looks great. And so and then you know one of one of the notes was, oh, we added foveated rendering to make the graphics sharper on PSVR too. And I don't think anybody was super excited when they heard that because so far the updates have been like, all right, you know, it's, but in, even on PSVR one, uh, I think there was the, there was like one major update that made everything look better, but but there were also all these other updates that said, oh, you know, improvements for graphics, PSVR, blah 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 blah, and and, and every single time it was sort of like this placebo effect where. Well, we, everyone came back from and said, oh, I think it looks better. I think it looks better. And, and everyone was like, does it? Or do, I don't, eh, I, I'm not sure. And so um, and so, I think that there was sort of that feeling this time around as well, where we're like, okay, well, foveated rendering and eye tracking, that's a big deal. Yes. But we've sort of heard this mantra before. And so going back into it and uh, and checking it out, I was like, I, I was like, this is just going to be whatever. And when I got in there, I was like, you can, you know, what's funny, Miles, is that I feel like when you play enough PSVR games, enough PSVR 2 games, you can just start telling from the company logos before the game even starts, you know, how, how, how are, are the logos of the PlayStation Studios logo, the first contact logo, are those high res? Yeah. Because yeah, as soon as it's jagged edges and it's fluttering, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> like, yes. You can just tell by yeah. the company logos before you even see a single graphic, before you even see a single environment or a title screen. And when and, and, and when I loaded this up and it said Hello Games or whatever else, right, I was like, that's fucking crystal clear. I'm like, there's no way. And then the menus came up, came up and I was like, oh, I don't have a save game on my PS5, so let's start a new game. And as all of those planets go flying by you and all those stars go flying by yes, you, they're like crystal clear. And I was like, there's no way that the graphics of the planet are going to look this good, right? And they fucking do. They really do. Like this is up there with like Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution, as far as I'm concerned, as something that's just fucking insanely detailed. I heard people talking about like when you look out onto the horizon, it's like, pixelated or like maybe uh, uh you know there's like aliasing issues and shit listen the planet that i was on <laughs> maybe i couldn't see far enough into the horizon but as far out as i could see it looked really really clear right and so i think you know maybe these people just like looking for to, to have to, to be as critical as possible and say well yeah it's not perfect but it does look really good let me tell you something this is about as perfect as you're going to get on psvr2 i feel this just looks so clear and with all this vegetation with all this wildlife with you know the fact that you're on an open world planet that's fucking destructible while you're at it right and then you can get a ship get into a ship and take off into the universe it's an open universe open galaxy whatever you want to call it game and it just looks so goddamn clear like it's 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 changed my perception about what's possible on psvr2 honestly leading up to launch miles we were talking about what psvr2 is capable of saying it's capable of, ma of making games look as good as they do on the flat screen on, on ps5 right because we talked about foveated rendering we talked about um eye tracking and it just seemed like that wasn't quite the case right as great as village looks you can't say well that looks just as good as the flat flat screen ps5 version you go that was damn close and we get the added benefit of immersion right 3d immersion yes. like you're in the game so like but th but this feels like they didn't sacrifice a fucking thing 
This feels like I'm playing the flat screen version and I'm also immersed. I am absolutely blown away by this. Absolutely blown away. Yeah. Um, I, I can't wait to spend more time in it. And uh, I, I, the planet I was on, I think just holding up the, um, the, the, the multi-tool, it just, the, the, the quality of its picture, the picture quality was yeah. just incredible. Um, I have to admit, when I did look out into the distance, there were bits that I felt like comparatively I'm not sure about, but I think it might have been just the planet's biome of maybe being misty and stuff. And that's why I want to explore and, and see it all. But I was absolutely blown away and I can't wait to start learning this game again and all the new mechanics that I've missed out on. And to kind of bring it full circle to what we were saying at the beginning of of this um, regarding, you know, AJ and I being massive fans of No Man's Sky. Yeah. We were incredibly depressed when doing the uh, Top 25 chat because none of us voted for it. And even when it did come up, uh, we were just like, no, we can't even, like, we couldn't even stomach it. Like, I genuinely felt sick and sad. I was just like, No Man's Sky has just been such a massive disappointment but and and hopefully they'll do it right and there is no doubt that this is going to be a top 10 game uh yeah i think i'd have to agree with you um <clears throat> i you know playing this on psvr1 and it, again it looked good it looked good once they improved it right and like i so i spent a, a, a good amount of time in no man's sky um and being like oh yeah this, this is a, this is interesting there's a lot going on here Right, it's very, very deep mechanically, and uh, and and I don't, and despite the fact that it's so funny because I, this is the third time I've restarted my game, and so here I am, like you know, on this on this alien planet, going through the tutorial again, just trying to fix uh, my ship and and do whatever it's telling me to do, and it still feels like a lot, right? And I'm just getting started, and I'm learning how to do it all again, um, but but there's a different feeling this time, Miles. I feel like this time around, like I really want to do it because it's so goddamn pretty, right? Like, I feel shallow. I feel shallow for saying it, right? I feel like I'm only dating a girl because she's pretty, right? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but, but, it's, but it's true, though. It's like, it's like man, I want to spend more time with you. I want to get to know you better, right? I, I, I hope there's something deeper under that, you know, amazing exterior. I never felt that way about No Man's Sky before, and so... The, uh, the pretty girl analogy just gets deeper and deeper as we go here. Um, so for the first time ever, I, I might really, I might really not only spend time with No Man's Sky, but want to spend time with No Man's Sky. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is, um, it was just a, such a pleasant surprise. And, you know, comes at an interesting time. Uh, Starfield is about to come out on Xbox. Xbox did um, a post or maybe they're pressed uh, did a, a tweet or an azit, whatever the hell you're meant to call it now, um, promoting No Man's Sky uh, on their platform. So, you know, they're getting support. Um, I think they realize that with with um, Starfield, they have to, you know, really put their foot down because um, the comparisons are going to be made. And, hey, if Starfield wants to have a PSVR 2 port, bring it. <laughs> Um, Atmosvr seventy seven asked, "Did No Man's Sky crack the top five now for the without parole hosts?" I, I think the uh, I think I think we the person we could convince at this point is is Wes, right? Because uh, obviously AJ had an orgasm over there while he was uh, playing like a nonstop two hour orgasm. 
Uh, you loved what you saw. I loved what I saw. And uh, West might be the holdout. Um, <clears throat> we'll see, though. We'll see. We got we got we got to get him playing before the next top twenty-five. Because for me, for me, knowing what this game offers, and and because I'm I'm very I'm ever, I think I'm very able to say that whether I end up enjoying my time with No Man's Sky, I know how much other people enjoy their time with No Man's Sky. I know that it's such a huge game for so many people. Um, that like, I'm fascinated by it right now. I'm intrigued by the way that it looks, just because it's so fucking stunning. Um, that even if I, even if it turns out that you know what, oh no, I was right after all. No Man's Sky is not a game for me. I still wouldn't hesitate to put this in the top ten as a universal, you know, top twenty-five PSVR two game because I mean, look what it's doing. You know, it's a, and it's a must experience. Like it was when, when the game came out on flat screen, it was like people have to just check this out as a, a technical marvel of. Um, I can't remember the stat. I'm probably going to butcher it, but it was it was something along the lines of if you teleported between every planet in No Man's Sky one second after another, it would take more time than the than the age of the known universe to explore all those planets. <laughs> like it's just one of those mind blowing things of just you know the yes it's procedurally generated but they have created this universe that's just ridiculous um and you know you can find flaws and that go oh but is it really that diverse and it, you know but the fact that you now get to explore this world of perceived infinity in VR and in multiplayer with friends um and do base building and build racetracks if you want and um <laughs> go on safaris and have pets yeah. and you know <clears throat> yeah uh, there's a lot here yeah i had to get through some mako xl tips before i get to the next big topic uh, of conversation uh, regarding them and sky mako xl with canadian ten dollar tips says give half to miles make <laughs> mako xl with the canadian one hundred dollar tip it says give it all to miles what Silver Nexus with the ten dollar tip says, "This is all for you, Brian." There we go. That, that, that balances <laughs> out. But seriously, can I, Marco? Marco, I, you you completely uh, blanked my question. I was like, "Am I allowed to uh, give it back to Brian?" Let me know. Let me know. Don't worry, Miles. I'll take care of it. Uh, I get you covered. All right. Uh, and, and just actually let it know, we, we've had a lot of transparency. Brian does take very good care of me on the channel. Like you know, um, a, a, a big perk of being a part of this community is. Um, being able to get keys for doing let's plays and stuff like that. And Brian is always, and, and actually the rest, Wes and AJ, everyone's been always really, really good at just, you know, covering everyone's backs and making sure everyone's taken care of. Yeah. And just having the privilege of playing games often at launch and to, you know, play games that we all enjoy and have these conversations with you all is, is the biggest privilege. So um, all of that, you know, but do hit the like button. <laughs> and, I... and Marco, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, for real. It, it, it's nice of you to say, uh, but but I honestly think I, I think I think all four of us take care of each other. I think I think that's really what it is. It's not I take care of you or anybody else. We all take care of each other. Uh, we all want to make sure that you know that that we're all looking out for each other's best interests. Uh, you know what what what's good for the goose and all that shit, right? Mm. Um, so, um, but thank you, thank you, Mako. Appreciate all the donations. Um, Mako also. I uh, started a tip train with a Canadian $5 tip. He says, choo-choo. We got macho, macho, macho. Said with the least gusto anyone has ever said macho three times in a row. Uh, <laughs> said, someone please, uh, $2 tip. Said, someone please send AJ's reactions clip to the developers. 
<laughs> yes. We yeah. should should definitely clip it and, and uh, send it to Sean. Yeah. Uh, AJ, you should make that into a short. Uh, that would fucking go viral in a heartbeat. Um, and AJ, yeah, let's do a highlight if, summary of it. Yeah. AJ, if you haven't seen, uh, if you haven't seen my news video, you were the star. Uh, macho, macho, macho. The real estate <laughs> procrastinating game cat with the $2 tip says, as all of us thank us for the much appreciated work. I'm going to, I'm going to go with, thank you. <laughs> I, Stike Gamer, the VRAF GameCat with the 50 euros, uh, says, uh, Hello Games has worked four months on foveated rendering and now reap the rewards. What does that tell us about PSVR 2? We are still so early in its lifespan. Lots of good stuff to come. Here's to Firewall Ultra's Redemption arc. Also want to see AJ gush about, gush about it on Monday. Oh, there's yeah. no way we could keep AJ from gushing about No Man's Sky on Monday. So make sure you come back and, and watch him firsthand. I think he Something I would just say to this comment quickly brian because i think it, it goes back to some of the stuff we were talking earlier about you know file firewall and you know things getting released and having all these issues at launch yeah the reality is yes there are a lot of problems with a, a lot of vr games at launch but it is a new platform and if you say so it's happened with firewall but it's like but they're the only game doing that kind of game like <laughs> these are the people that are sticking their necks out and are taking it on first so like if there was a game exactly like Firewall that didn't have that issue, then I think there'd be more of a, 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 a less of a defense. Um, and so the fact that they spent four months on foveated rendering, um, yeah, it shows you that there is so much experimentation and learning. And it's not just about developers dealing with a console that everyone else had. Like Sony is having to learn about VR when they're building these headsets um and it's a lot more complicated for all the other reasons uh, all the reasons we've mentioned already on the show it's not just about creating a, a visual experience it's about creating immersion it's you know making something that's accessible um but yeah yeah uh i mean you know getting to the point of uh of what stike gamer said here in his tip uh yeah and and you know and completely agreeing with what you said miles uh this is we, we we all wanted PSVR two to be the greatest thing ever from day one, right? And no time in the history of gaming have we gotten the best games at launch, or have we gotten the best example of what hardware can do with launch titles? You know, we say, "Oh wow, this is a great improvement over what we had," but it takes years generally, like take about two years before we start seeing like really really next gen examples of um, of what the hardware is capable of. Meanwhile, we're only six months into the launch of the PSVR 2, and I feel like things like No Man's Sky, I feel like things like Red Matter 2 and Saints and Sinners Chapter 2, uh, and I mean, even Village, Gran Turismo, these are all stunning, stunning, stunning examples of what the hardware is capable of. And, uh, and then seeing No Man's Sky being able to, you know, it, with a patch, go from something that nobody wanted to play to being one of the most beautiful things on the platform uh, gives me tons of hope for everything. Mm. Gives me hope that everything we said leading up to the launch of PSVR 2 was in fact accurate, but it's just gonna take a little time for developers to get their head around the technology, their head around the, this around eye tracking and, and foveated rendering and realizing that this is actually really important and that PSVR 2 is a significant leap forward in the sense that like we expect more on PSVR 2 
right? Like that we, we really do because people are already exceeding expectations. And so the more the developers that do this kind of stuff, the more we rave about this kind of stuff, and, you know, the more uh, other developers see how you know, enthusiastic the community gets and in, in how, how we all, you know, rave about these great accomplishments. It's, it's sort of like, it's sort of like getting the same results as bitching about things that aren't good is when we rave about things that are, when we rave yeah. about things that are good and celebrate the positives that our community is getting, the people who are, you know, maybe not rising to the top with, with, with their games, they're taking notice of that and saying, man, how come our game's not getting that kind of attention? It's like, oh, because we didn't have foveated rendering and eye tracking in our game to give it the highest possible resolution. Like it, it, it essentially does the same thing. And it's like, so as we criticize our losses, make sure you celebrate the wins because I think both of those things combined are gonna get us what we want, right? It's like you, it's like you attract more flies with I, f I forget the expression. I was gonna, I was gonna be like, you attract with, more flies uh, with honey than dead bodies. That's not right. Yeah, I think dead bodies attract quite a few flies. Or dog poop. I don't know. I already, I already lost my train of thought. Let's move on. I liked it. <laughs> Thank I, you. But but the the other part of it, Brian, is not only are we in the early stages of PSVR two, we're still in the early stages of what is capable with the PlayStation Five. Yeah. Um, so many developers are saying, you know, Insomniac famously said, you know, we're barely scratching the surface with what is, is possible. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> because the chat obviously knows the very common saying that I couldn't remember. You attract more flies yeah. with honey than vinegar. There we yeah. go. That was they, it. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. There we go. Sorry. I, was listening. So I swear I was listening, Miles. I apologize. No, no, it's all right. It's fine. Yeah. Honey, honey and vinegar is uh, what's needed for PS5. Got it. Yeah. Also, uh, you know, and the the other part about this is, I, you you were ba you barely got the thought out of your mouth before I started laughing and distracted you. But like, but like, let's also not forget that we're still in the early stages of VR. You know, people 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 get real militant about you know this is what VR should be. You know, we've come so far as VR gamers. This is what we expect. And you know, when a game doesn't do exactly what we expect, I mean, like, it's it's all still new. It's all still very new. Right, but most of us have been playing VR for seven years now. That's not a whole lot of time. Like you know, when you look at the entire history of the video game industry, um, we're getting there. We're getting there, and I think I think I, I think within a couple of years, things will become more standardized, and we'll start getting used to things a little bit more. Right? X does not always jump. Not right now, but eventually, X will jump, and Square yep. will block, and Circle will dodge. I'm just making shit up. I think triangles the inventory. I don't fucking remember. Yeah. Dude, when I get told to press a certain button on the sense controllers, I still have no idea. Just like I keep having to take the headset off and go, what is it again? <laughs> yeah, I know where the X button is. Yeah. Yeah. I know the X button. <laughs> but circle. Circle is to the right of the X on the dual shock, but it's actually up and to the left, isn't it? On the sense controller. So Nick was showing me that if you put the two controllers together, right, and, and okay. so the buttons are all lined up, and, way, and, and you rotate just a little bit, so triangle is at the top of the circle. Correct. It all makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. But actually, but. the way it is angled, <laughs> X is where circle should be, and yeah. uh, oh man, I'm so confused. Yeah, I would if it was me. It's almost one AM here. <laughs> if it was me, triangle and circle would have been on the right. 
sense controller, right? Because that, that's where my head is. It's like triangle and circle are on the right move uh, sense controller. Keep saying move and then square and X on the left. Um, but I get it, right? I get it. I understand. Oh, my God. Um, Mako XL with Canadian $20 says order a pizza on stream. He's getting real demanding with how we spend money. Wow, Marco. Marco right? is going to be the producer. He's going to be producing the show. So <laughs> right. Do this topic. Now order a hooker. Oh Mark, get an eight ball. <laughs> Blow a line on stream. Marco, what what pizza do you want ordered? Maybe he wants you to order it for him. <laughs> yeah, I don't. He's I don't, like, nah, I can't be. I can't be bothered to order it. Order it for me, Brian. I can't imagine that that Canada has good pizza. <laughs> can't imagine. It can't be a thing. Oh my god. Um, um, living legend with the Canadian two dollar tip says: Is there reprojection in No Man's Sky, or is it running at ninety FPS? Here's what I love when I don't fucking know the answer to that question. Yeah. I love when I don't know the answer to that question because that means it's not obvious. It looks super sharp. It looks like it's running at a great frame rate. Um, I haven't seen any technical problems. I haven't seen any uh, frame uh, frame drops or anything else. Uh, it seems to be running great. Uh, however, I mean, I guess if I just like, you know, strafed all around and, and uh, looked at some text or whatever, maybe I could figure it out. But the fact is that, um, yeah, Danishing Act. When I said X on the left hand, it didn't it didn't work for me either. I was like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. But you know what I'm saying, like logistically, so I know where the buttons are. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe somebody in the chat knows uh, what, what frame rate this is running at. Maybe uh, maybe an article has been published. And but but I just love that I don't know because because when I don't notice reprojection, that's when I don't care if there's reprojection. <laughs> Um, Rezzle VR with a $50 tip. God damn, you guys are fucking generous tonight. Like, you guys are always generous and, 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 and you keep my bills paid and you make sure that I can keep doing this and running the channel. Like, I don't ever want you to think that I, 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 I don't... Uh... <laughs> what? No, it's me laughing when you're talking. It's about time we do it this way around. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking. At, What's up? I'm just looking at Marco's latest tip. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so what you guys know, I, I I always appreciate you so much, right? Cannot do this without you. But um, but you know, like it, nights like this where it's just like insanely generous, over the top, like it deserves a special shout out. Mako XL with the Canadian two dollar tips said to a line of coke from the butt of the gun. Okay. Um. Well, that's less fun. Um. Macha. Uh. Sorry. Uh. Rezzle VR with fifty dollar tips says don't. Don't catch y'all's show very often, but when I do, y'all always have a great y'all always have great insight. Thank you, Rezel. Appreciate you. Um, it means a lot, and it especially means a lot. It means a lot on a day like this where my energy levels have been through the floor, and I think Brian would agree. Yeah, uh, I, I I feel super off my game. I feel like we had a great show Monday uh, and a great show Wednesday, and, uh, and and today I was just I was just kind of like just tired. And uh, this is what I do to Brian. This is what I do to Brian. It's terrible. This is this is what everything goes to Brian. This is this is what a, a bad launch does to Brian. This is what um, you know, really desperately wanting to get into a game and then sitting there for two hours and barely being able to play it. Um, that that you know, it's it's disheartening. And I and I think that that's the kind of stuff that brings my energy level down. You know, whereas like I play Cosmo Dread and I get fucking stoked. You know, uh, yeah. macho macho macho. The real estate procrastinating game cat with five dollar tip. 
just going to copy and paste it so I can read it without all the all the mess that's currently on my screen. It says, I think No Man's Sky is, is a headset seller. Sony, take all the orgasm clips and ramp up the marketing on it. No Man's Sky headset bundle. More Team VR. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Uh, um, dude, I mean, okay, so here's here's the only problem I have with that macho. And it's the same problem I have with my own suggestion of Resident Evil 4 or or Village Bundle is that those games were super popular and I think people already own them. And so I think the selling point here for the headset is for Sony to say, not we bundled the game in with the headset, but to remind people you already own a PSVR 2 game or three PSVR 2 games or five PSVR 2 games. You go in Gran Turismo, you own Resident Evil 4 and 7 and, and No Man's Sky. You can play all of those games in VR. That's They need a marketing campaign like that and tell you That's you it. already have these games in your collection. Now you just need the headset to play them on. That's... That's a commercial right there. And that would sell tons of headsets, especially to No Man's Sky fans and Resident Evil fans and Gran Turismo fans. You already have fans of the games. Get them in VR. Mako XL with the Canadian $10 tip says, all to the co-host. Sorry, tired, Brian. Sorry, tired, Brian. I think I think I'm gonna have to like Venmo you like hundred and fifty dollars after the show miles. I don't know what that is in in pounds, but <laughs> it's gonna be good. Listen, man, this has been a this has been quite a week. Uh, lots of ups, a few downs. Uh, we got phasmophobia delayed. We got uh, a rough launch for Firewall Ultra. But as again, I know we said this earlier in the show, but I do want to reiterate it because you know. As far as our community goes, I feel like the positivity in our community has gone a long way and people recognize that. Um, developers hang out in our Discord. Uh, developers watch our shows, right? And they, and they see um, how passionate we are about their games and how much we want them to get better. Uh, <clears throat> so far, there hasn't been a PSVR 2 game that's launched in a poor state that hasn't either gotten the patches it needs to be a good looking game or good well good playing game uh or in green hell's situation we've at least gotten the announcement that things will be fixed right in firewall ultra we get the announcement that things will be fixed so so far we've got a fucking great track record so try to keep that in mind like when we're like oh not another fucking you know bad port or another you know bad launch it's like yeah we were gonna have bad launches from now till the end of time but try mm -hmm. to keep in mind that how many of the bad launches have actually ended up with us getting bad games? And the answer is almost none. Yeah. Right? We've, we've got a fucking great track record over here on PSVR 2 so far. Uh, so stay positive, everybody. That's my message for and the day. Absolutely, Brian. I, I definitely um, double-click on that point. And uh, just to sort of say that, you know, the reason we give the criticisms that we do of games, and it's not just about um, us too, it's the same with Wes and AJ and the people in the community in the chat. When we criticize games, you know, it, it should go without saying, but it's always worth making the point. We say it from a place of love. We say it because we love the platform. We believe in it and we want it to succeed. And the only way that we're going to allow a platform like this to succeed, which is venturing into, uh, you know, new uncharted waters is uh by speaking truth by having an honest conversation and um calling stuff out when it needs to 
but there are ways of doing it which are constructive. Um, we are all very aware that there is a lot of toxicity online. Uh, there's a lot of negativity. There are people that send really horrible messages. We saw some of that when it came with the Firewall Ultra release. Um, but you can tell the difference between people that just have an issue with something and those that are there because they clearly um, have got their own issues that they, they need to, to learn to deal with. Uh, yeah. Right. So um, this is why I love this community so much. It's full of so many amazing people. And so just carry on. Call out the stuff when it needs changing, but also celebrate when the changes are made um, because this is how we're going to keep pushing forward you know, into the latter half of what has been an incredible launch year. We're not even a year down into PSVR 2. Um, it's exciting. I want to point out something, and 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 I don't even I don't even know if Sayo in the chat is joking or if or he's actually making a very legitimate point. I thought it was a joke at first. I kind of giggled, and I was like, no, it's absolutely fucking true. Sayo says at least we're past the point the the click turning in blink locomotion by default era, right? Right. So many times in the PSVR one era, uh, you you'd get click turning uh, or teleportation only. This is really not a thing anymore, right? When we get new games on PSVR two, like if if it's teleportation only, we're like, what the fuck? Like like that that means the developers just out of touch. At least back you know a couple of years ago, these were things that were like, when are developers going to learn? We don't want click turning. Well, we I'm sorry, we want the option for people who need them, obviously for teleportation and click turning, but we don't want that being the only option. Um, and so don't forget how far we've come. Sayo makes a wonderful point, and thank you for bringing that up. Also, GC13 says, I love dog piles. <laughs> it's like, fuck you. <laughs> You're really missing the point here, Tiff. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pronounce your name wrong, and I apologize. Um, uh, Dzoni T with the uh, Russian soda dogs, 500 Russian soda dogs, says, Hello Games made custom a custom game engine that has procedural generation it's able to run No Man's Sky. It took four months to update the entire engine to support foveated rendering. Devs are doing what they love. You can tell that Hello Games is a passionate studio, right? Um, they could have stopped updating Hello. They could have update, stopped updating No Man's Sky a long fucking time ago. That game's been out for what seven, eight years. How long has it been out? Well, as I say, my save game of a hundred hours was in twenty eighteen. So, um, yeah, oh, it's five at uh, least, yeah. I'm having a look. It came out. I thought I thought it came uh, out before PSVR one. Uh, it came out in 2016. Okay. Just uh, 9th of August 2016. Oh yeah, because of course they were saying this was. They they said actually this um this latest patch or update uh, was set the seven years. They they were said yeah. It marks seven years since the game. Macho, macho, macho with another dollar tip doesn't say anything but keeps the tip train going uh gc13 honestly yes talk to me uh, no i was just i was just saying thanks again just the ge generosity has been incredible tonight insanely generous <laughs> insanely thank you gc13 die pepsi cat with a 25 dollar tip says you have both played a shit ton which is our favorite measurement of numbers uh of psvr2 games are you noticing any standardized button mapping mapping? Are you noticing any standardized button mapping happening by developers or are they still all over the place? X is pick up, no grip is pick up. Um, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think? Uh, when you get into a game, Miles, do you have to kind of like rethink everything or does everything kind of make sense when, every time you jump in at, these, at this point? 
I think everything's pretty intuitive. And one of the best signifiers of that is is the whole hand tracking where in a lot of games where you've got hands that you can do the thumbs up depending on what where your fingers are on the controllers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I find there's just... It's just naturally... Even, even if there are different button combinations that you're meant to be pressing, it just feels more intuitive because it's shaped your hand. You're not using the move controllers, which were these weird sticks where uh, this is also how I'm going to rotate and I haven't got, you know, thumbsticks. Um, the the lack of thumbsticks and having a move button was just the biggest barrier because it was like you have to deal with that first and then you've got to learn the controls. Now it's just like any game. you just got to learn the controls because you have these thumbsticks and... I think um, I I couldn't really say I've noticed any standardization. I mean, it, it probably is there, but I think the fact I don't really know goes to the heart of regardless of what's happening. It's just, it's all been intuitive. What do you think, Brian? Uh, I think so. And I think it's actually funny that this tip is coming to us from uh, Tiffany, one of the producers over at Skydance Interactive, because I feel like Skydance is one of the studios that's helping to sort of, standardize things uh and i say that i make fun of uh I, I kind of make fun of the fact that everyone has ripped off the saints and sinners backpack mechanic for backpack. the inventory right it's like how if i want to access my if i if i jump into a game and the first thing i want to do is access my inventory i no longer hit triangle i reach over no. my back and see if, if i pull something out see if i pull out a backpack because Wandering in Space has done this. Bad Dreams has done this. Obviously, Saints and Sinners has done this twice. Vacation um, Sim. Thank you, Vacation Sim. Like this is, it's just becoming this thing where it's like every character you play as in VR has a backpack on, and that's where you keep shit, right? And so, uh, you know, if you reach out to something and and, and and you and you hit the grip to grab it, then I think, uh, you know, then we're already off to a good start, right? That the the grip button is the new X button. Um, there's, I think there's little things that are different from game to game, but I, but I don't think it's anything crazy. I, I think I think that for the most part, although I will say Saints and Sinners, sirens on my end, Saints and Sinners has me going insane. Nope. No Man's Sky has me going insane because there's just, the controls are just, so there's just so much going on there. Like I, I don't even, if, if you haven't played No Man's Sky in a while or it's your first time playing No Man's Sky, it's there's just so much to learn like you have to look at this wrist and and point to these buttons you have to look at this wrist you have to click these buttons and bring up this menu to bring up that menu and then go to back to that there's so much going on right like and that just shows how deep it is mechanically but at the same time it's like wow there's a lot to take in here um so it's a it's a weird day to ask me the question i think because trying to play no man's sky i was like oh my god this needs standardization of some kind but at the same time like oh no it's like you know i'm sure i'll learn it eventually but most games Mm -hmm. i think are Really fucking got it figured out. Um, Macho, uh, I saw you. I saw you say I. I was trying to say you missed my other super chat. I. I don't know what super chat I missed. The last one before this was the. Um, I thought the bundle, the one you talked about, No Man's Sky should be in a bundle with. Uh, PSVR two, and we talked about that. Um, scroll, 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 scroll. Oh my god, there's a lot. I'm having. I'm scrolling as well. <laughs> I've gone as far back as I can. Yeah, I've apologize. gone as far as I can. Imagine but you'd you have want, to look it, it up on the back end. Yeah, if you want to repeat it in the meantime, uh, just in the chat, I, we'll, we'll try to track it down. Please, Miles, keep an eye out for that while I, um, while, I while I get the next one up here. Rezzle VR with a ten dollar tip. 
Do you guys think foveated rendering has helped people overcome motion sickness? Um, I mean, I could imagine it has, but um, I, 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 I'm someone who hasn't really dealt with a lot of motion sickness myself. Um, well, I've had a couple of friends play Red Matter 2, and I've just put them in it with no comfort settings on, and they didn't feel motion sick. So, possi yeah, possibly. Um, smooth turning, no 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 blinders they were able just to walk around and and they were fine with it um same with gran turismo although it's a slightly different experience um so yeah they, those are two I'd, I'd give as examples so far where it hasn't been an issue so yeah maybe it has helped there yeah, I don't I don't know the answer um, because honestly, uh, everything that I think helps motion sickness uh, or every or, oh, let me put it this way, everything that developers think help motion sickness don't help me. Like I think blinders make things worse for me. I think click turning makes things worse for me. I think teleporting makes things worse for me. Like, I mean, you name it. You know, they used to they used to try to, you know, I remember the very first game, the very first Windlands. Um, would create this orb around you like you're like like a super monkey ball or something like to, to give you this almost virtual cockpit to run around using uh and i was like this is just making me fucking sick like this so anything developers have ever done to say, say oh let's alleviate motion sickness has actually triggered my motion sickness and i'm someone who doesn't really get motion sickness does phobiated rendering help i don't know man that's an excellent question because i guess that mimics real life more than than, than not having foveated rendering, right? And so if it's lowering the strain of what's happening in your peripheral vision, like if your eyes aren't trying to focus on what's happening over here, maybe. But then again, that brings yeah. up the whole blinders thing, the vignettes, and and I don't think those help. So it's a, it's a really good question. I, I loved if there were studies on this because I don't know the answer, honestly. Uh, Macho, I, I found Macho's tip. Um, Macho, did, yeah. and thank you for the thank you for. Um, being diligent about this because it's so easy for us to lose track of tips when I'm copying and pasting them. Is this the underdog one, right? Yeah. Macho, 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 the real estate procrastinating game cat with a $10 tip says, yo, what if this is the story of the most unexpected he headset seller, the underdog story. They just add more missions and stuff to do over the years and everyone is hooked on it, living in it. No Man's Sky, I'm assuming, yeah? Yeah, he did do a follow-up saying, I was just saying that No Man's Sky becoming a console seller would be the ultimate unexpected underdog story yeah. and talked about them adding content for years to come and everyone being hooked. Um, yeah, I mean, when it when it was advertised in the lead-up to PSVR 2, it was the standout. There was a lot of new experiences, but I was just like, I can't wait to experience this, the next-gen version. Um and yeah, the fact they have multiplayer, they have all these experiences. Hey, do you want to go base building with me? Or it's it's just going to be one of those games you're going to tell people. And it, it, you know, when we do sort of top tens or top twenty fives, the top tens are like, even if it's not a game that would be your kind of game, you need to experience this. You just need to know what it's like being in this world. So the funny thing is, is um, <clears throat> you know, when we think of when we think of games that would sell headsets, we think of things like Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, Skyrim, you know, Minecraft, Fortnite, the biggest games in the world. 
and and I don't think of I never think of No Man's Sky when I think of games like that. Um, but when I just searched for No Man's Sky sales, right? Because you got to figure, Miles, that if Hello Games has been updating yeah. and updating and updating and updating No Man's Sky uh, with DLC and patches, content updates nonstop for seven years or whatever it's been they must be making money off of it right because they're not charging for this they're, they are they are, they must be selling new copies of this game all the time in order to justify bringing all this free content to us and so they're just, always on sale like people saying at the start of this uh, there was always 50 percent off so they're doing that but you're right i'm always like surely the wave is gone but yeah well as of a year ago um somebody on reddit posted that they found uh they found information that No Man's Sky, this is a year ago, No Man's Sky has sold 10 million copies, over 10 million copies since launch, which is a, an amazing number, especially for, yeah. I mean, when you think of Hello Games, like we probably think of Hello Games as somewhat a bigger studio, bigger studio now, but remember the, the game that they put out before No Man's Sky? Do you remember, do, do you know the games they put out before No Man's Sky? No. Joe Danger. It's a little motorcycle right. game. We do stunts and but you get points and very, very, very fucking indie. There are only a few people working at the studio. So when No Man's Sky originally came out, it was still an extremely small team. So for an extremely small team that's obviously gotten bigger over the years to sell 10 million copies of anything, Amazing. right? If, if they had sold 200,000 copies, it would have been a success. Yeah. Well, no that, Man, now no so they sold 50 times that. And not only that, No Man's Sky was actually a lunchtime project they worked on while doing the other games. They were like, <laughs> oh, let's let's try and do this on the side. And then they were like, actually, this is a bigger project than we thought. And it just... And, you know, that's that's a big reason why they fell into trouble at launch, was it, the project got bigger than what they intended it to be. They just wanted to get a game out there. But there was all this hype. And they obviously got the investment, got the PR. And it was like, oh, shit. Right. And you know what? They still... They still they, they 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 hit what they set out to do. It just took longer than, the, and and that is a, a tale to to learn from for us all. That um, sometimes games just take a bit longer. Um, but then there is a conversation about how games should be launched. Should Firewall Ultra have been released like a week early for pre-orders, but in kind of a early access thing, as we mentioned earlier. Yeah pre-order it do the early access that's so we can tweak it so when it actually has the full launch um we know it's good to go shapeshifter r the amorphous game cat i say shapeshifter r but it's not right it's just shapeshifter when the last r is capitalized so i don't know what i'm doing wrong here with a two euro says procedural generosity thank you very much Mako XL with the Canadian $5 tip says, I spent too much help. Um, listen, for real, for real. I, I know we all have fun here. And uh, and sometimes, you know, uh, it's a Friday night. I'm sure some people have their feet up and like maybe drinking a little bit, you know, having fun, getting into the show, getting into the super chats. If Listen, if anybody ever makes a mistake and, and feels like they, you know, donated when they were drunk or anything like that. And I'm and I'm certainly not saying that you're drunk, Mako. I'm just giving you an easy out in case uh, in case you feel like you screwed up. Um, always feel free to email me, and then we'll take care of you. There is a refund option, of course. Okay, but only, but only for the donations aimed at Brian. Yeah, everything sent to Miles <laughs> is already. I've already. <laughs> yep, already sent it his way. 
<laughs> I already Venmoed him all of my cocaine money. Miles, uh, it's it's already been two two hours and it is one a.m. over there. How how do you feel about playing a game of twenty questions and get out of here? Uh, I would love to, but what what a show this has been. I, I love this. Sometimes you come to shows thinking, like, is this going to be any good? And it's been so vibrant. The conversation's been great. So thank you, everyone. Um, but yeah, I've got a game, Brian. Um, so you got to guess what game I'm thinking of in 20 questions. The chat's going to try and help out as best as they can. No, they're not. Um, they're, they're just going to say good dog, bad dog the whole time, and it's not going to help me at all. Or are well, maybe. I know, I know, I know, Looper's going to help me. I know, Looper's, Looper's always on top of his game here. All right, you guys, six minutes up on the clock. I need all the help I can get. Remember, it's a PSVR one or PSVR two game. So let's figure that out. On your mark, get set, go right away. Uh, Miles, is this game on PSVR two? It is, Brian. Miles, is this game also on PSVR one? No, it's not, Brian. Okay, PSVR two. Uh, is this uh, uh, was this a launch title? No, it wasn't. Oh, that, that narrows it down to half the catalog. We're halfway there, guys. Um, is this a spooky game? Nah, not spooky. Yeah. Not spooky. Well, then I don't know what not it is. I only play spooky games. Uh, old Darth says, is it based on a known IP? No, it's not. Okay. Um, is this game uh, shooty shooty? Do you do a lot of bang, bang, bang in this game? You, no, you don't do a lot of shooty shooty, bang, bang, bang. Blow. No, okay. Six. That's six. Okay, so it's not firewall, you guys. Uh, shape shift. Err. See, I finally said it right. Is it cartoony? Is it an Emily Baxter game? How do you not know, of all the questions, how do you not know if it's cartoony? This is the one question that, like, you don't need to look up, Miles. Um, no, it's, it's not cartoony. Guys, it's not Demio because it was not a launch title. Cartoony, no. It's set in a, a realized world. It's yeah, they've, they've gone for realism. All right, um, it's not a launch title, you guys. Remember, so no last clock winder, no, um, <clears throat> no, no kayak, not walkabout because it's not cartoony. Um, can't be Star Wars because it's not a launch title. Is it sci-fi? I, I don't think you've played this game, Miles. I have played this game. I am going to say no, but I'm going to give a clue. It's more cyberpunky. Okay, well, I'm thinking cyberpunk immediately brings to mind Runner, um, but that was a launch title. Um, Stike, the VRAF GameCat, says, did we mention the game on today's show? No, that's nine. Okay. Basically, as we play these games, I feel worse at my choice always. I'm just like, oh, God, why didn't I choose an easy game? Okay. 
it's a, it, it's cyberpunk slash sci-fi ish, right? So it's got this, this element to it. Can't be runner because that's a launch title. Um, what other cyberpunk game is there on PSVR two? This is going to drive me crazy. Hey, everyone's saying there's no shooty shooty. No, the question was, is there a lot of shooty shooty? Right, so there can be there some is, shooty shooty. There is some shooty shooty in it, but there's okay. not a lot. Is it a roguelite? No. Uh, oh, fuck, man. And here I thought he had finally had a definitive answer for us, you guys. Rogue, a roguelite means when you die, you you go back into it from the beginning, but there could be some form of progression. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there is. Well, I think that's going to make it more confusing, though. Can't be Thumper, Alhambra, because that was a launch title. I'm going to be banned from this show after this. Listen, if AJ hasn't been banned, there's no way you're ever getting banned, okay? I can't. The budget cuts was totally cartoony. Um, ooh, Ezekiel might have it. Uh, so very sci-fi is hubris. Um, uh, is this is this a um, uh, do you do do you craft in this game? No. Okay. Also, yeah. Also, uh, the description he gave about the um, about the roguelite stuff that doesn't describe hubris. So I had to give it a shot. Oh yeah, good call, Henry. Um, is this game? No, because Synapse is all shooty shooty sci-fi. It's all shooty no, shooty. Start asking que- start asking questions about other mechanics. The shooting's gonna, yeah. Okay. Um. No one in the chat's got it yet. Okay. Yeah, it can't be Synapse, you guys. Um, but but great choice, great choice. It can't be Cosmodroid because it's not uh. Yeah, this is. I'm I'm losing my mind right now. Has this developer made other PSVR one or two games? Oh man, um, no. Uh, no. Okay, it's a, it's a one off. Um, it can't be Cosmo Dread because it's not horror. Um, is it on Rails? No. Uh, is it? Uh, does it take place on Earth? As Old Darth. Uh, I've. I think so, yeah. Okay. We know we know it's not also not on PSVR one, so that eliminates a lot of the most recent uh questions. So I'm just gonna throw this out there because I don't I don't really know what else to say. Is, is if you're it... gonna guess a game, I'm gonna give you one last clue before you guess. Alright, go ahead. It was a game I played today. It was a game you played today. Uh, and I know. I know that, that you cause... played. I know that you played Masternoid today. Is it Masternoid? No, it was just before that. I, I can't keep track of everything you're playing. I know, I know that. I know what that. is it, Miles? I already lost. What is it? It is Brian. It is. You ready? It's Super Death Game Show VR. That. It's a very good choice. 
It's PSVR 2 only. It is cyberpunk more than, yeah, sci-fi. You're fucking spot on with this shit. Uh, They only made this game. Uh, There is shooty-shooty, but it's not a shooty-shooty game. It's not cartoony. They're going for realism, and I understand why you struggled with that now. Um, It's not spooky, yeah. Uh, It wasn't a launch title. Dude, you, despite your struggle to answer these questions, you answered them all uh, in the in the best possible way in Super Death Game Show. If you don't know what Super Death Game Show is, you guys, go watch my review on the channel. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the roguelite element, I only learned for you after playing it because you're like, oh, yeah, every time you play it, you unlock new puzzles. Yeah, I don't think I... Uh, Which... I guess it's I guess it's technically a roguelite Because then that does give you... It has roguelite elements because then it does mean you can unlock before the end of the 10 games, more items to use. And yeah, I know it's a tough one. Real tough one, real tough one. I'm assuming that like nobody in the chat bought this or played it. Um, probably based on my review. Uh, this is, uh, you know, it's, it's as much fun as I had with it for the first 45 minutes. It fell right off a cliff after that. And you can't really recommend it even for whatever they're charging for it. Holy it shit! Was, yeah, it was it was it was the first let's play I did where I was genuinely annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, man. It's time to do this. It's time to get out of here. Um, Brad Best in the chat says my comments weren't working on my tablet. I was gonna say that game, Brad. Oh. I'm gonna need you the next time we play this because you were the only one that even th- was thinking about this game other than Miles guys thank you so much for being here tonight we appreciate you so so very much um obviously everyone that supports the channel financially uh over on patreon.com slash without pro games and again always sorry for not put uploading more patreon exclusive content but just doing the channel itself is so much work that i don't know but you know what it is time for another ama uh so i do want to do one of those uh very soon so if you guys are down to just kind of do hang out do a one-on-one session uh we'll be doing that i'll be doing that probably probably not this weekend the following weekend and then we can just hang out for a couple hours i can play guitar we can i can answer questions uh and just it's always a lot of fun just to hang out with you guys so uh i'll be doing that for the patreon supporters uh also uh you know of course members over here really fucking appreciate you everyone who tips during the show awesome uh, all my moderators are the best uh sci-fi game cat henry does timestamps right pop up lists on podcast services um miles Thank you so much for being here. You're amazing. Uh, make sure you go subscribe to Miles at youtube.com slash Miles. Uh, and of course, everyone who tipped tonight during the show, like for real, amazing, super generous. We love you so much, but we all cold dead heart. Uh, and of course, then there's the people who didn't even say anything during the show, Miles. People who sat back and just watched, didn't say a goddamn word. And we love them just as much. Happy Friday, Miles. Happy Friday, Brian. Happy Friday, Game Cats. See you on Discord. Have a good weekend. Silver Nexus in the chat with the level three membership says take care be merry game on game cats hell yeah man i love i love that um that being a member gives you like free super chats every so often 
Uh, so, yeah, it's awesome. Darth Vader, the game cat with a $2 tip says another two and a half hour show. Uh, <laughs> have to see it. Oh my God. Dude. We did say beforehand, <laughs> this is definitely going to be under two hours. And we were like, don't say that. It's like, <sighs> if you ever see someone say, Hey, I'm, this is just a short video today. It's not going to be short. There is something in the universe that if you declare it's mm-hmm. going to be short, it won't be. I declare I won't have a million subscribers when I wake up. Oh, I declare that universe. There's no way in hell I could have a million subscribers when I wake (laughs) up. I do declare. Um, Mr. Musicali, uh, before we get to Clip of the Week, Mr. Musicali, the game cat in the chat uh, earlier said, because I said most of us have only been playing VR for like seven years at most. uh, And uh, and so VR is still a very new technology. You know, it wasn't even like really readily available until a couple of years before that. Um, He says, so if VR is new, then why is simulation theory a legitimate debate? Because in our our lifetime, uh, in in this simulation, it is new. That doesn't mean that the people who created this simulation aren't already well versed in it. Um, and then and then and then the universe that we create, those people will begin uh, probably as primates as well. And then eventually, thousands of years into the future, they will discover VR technology, and then they create their own universe for other people to live in. I've gone down this rabbit hole and uh, it's so funny that like when you talk to, or when you when you listen to scientists talk about simulation theory, uh, how likely they think it all is that we are all just part of a simulation. They think it's just as possible that we are in one as 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 the fact that we're not in one or, or maybe more likely that we are in one. It's fucking insane. That was deep, Miles, that was real deep. I- very deep, yeah. very deep. Hey, I, it's your clip. You got clip of the week this week. Woo! Like Bro, good old times, good old times. Should I just play it, or like, or can you set this up? Can you explain what the fuck you were doing in this clip? Is this the Piker Stars? Yeah, one? yeah, it is. You want me to just play it, and then you can explain after, like, or is it self-explanatory? Yeah, let's do that. Let's yeah, do, let's do, no, no, no. I'll, I'll talk about it after. All right, here let's you go. It. Here you go. I'm just, I'm recording this. This is I love a, the different colors. Yeah, this is amazing. This is, I'm getting vertigo. I'm getting vertigo looking up at it. That's fucking awesome. Come on, please, red. Please, red. It'd be fucking awesome to get red. One, red. <laughs> Winners on the board. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Twenty grand, yay! Yeah. Yeah. Good now. That's amazing. That's that amazing. Is amazing. Yeah. amazing. It's gonna take forever for the dealer to work through this. <laughs> I just won fifty thousand off of that one. Yeah, nice. man, that's awesome. Three hours later. <laughs> Three hours later. Okay, I gotta go back to crap. What the fuck was that? <laughs> like, dude, dude it, like, it genuinely, it genuinely can crash the game though because they don't <laughs> expect it to stack that high. So I will quickly explain how you do this because I actually know you can make it higher than that. I'm actually thinking of going on PokerStars VR straight after this if other people want to join and help me do it. Basically, you want all four people, uh, four people at a roulette table, and the lowest uh, amount of buy-in you need is 20k because that gets you 10 stacks of chips. And basically, when you put the chips on, like, let's say, red, 
everyone else needs to put their stacks over that same stack and it will keep adding it on top of it. And as long as you're all doing it at separate times, it builds it higher and higher until it gets ridiculously high. And uh, yeah, just really, really funny. It, does, it never stops being funny because you have other people in the casino looking over going, what the? <laughs> <laughs> and the game like takes forever to like, you know, cash in all the chips because it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. All I can say is <laughs> you have way too much fucking time on your hands, Miles. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. It's I do. always the kind of shit you bring to the table. But guys, don't forget, if you want your clip featured on Clip of the Week, um, there's, there's always good uh, hole-in-one clips from uh, from Walkabout Mini Golf. Although I will say there's so many of them that like you submit those, your chances are getting less and less likely uh, to be shown <laughs> on the channel. Um, but so if you if you do anything cool or you experience a weird bug or anything else and you, and you manage to clip it, make sure you upload it to our Clip of the Week channel over on Discord and uh, and we'll do our best to start doing these clip of the weeks a little bit more frequently, uh, at least every Friday, if not, you know, Monday and Wednesday as well. <sighs> Good night, Miles. Happy Friday. Good night, Brian. Happy Friday, oh. Good night, Good night everybody. Night. Order some pizza. You all deserve it. And some beer. Beer's good. <laughs>